checking in on this. Don't know what to do with it. Do with it. Sure, I don't know what to do. I get I get lost in the music sometimes. Clearly, lost. do you want me to play back the track? No, no we can. That's fine. What? You want me to do it again? <laughs> no, 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 we can. No, that's fine. We can keep that. That's fine. <laughs> oh my God! Give me a second. <laughs> can you open the can? Mm. I was not expecting. The prosecco's that. in the system. Ain't no Clearly. telling. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh man, God. lyrical fix pie. We are back. Holy it's episode shit. 49. We are taping at a very inopportune time right now because there's something going on in the culture that we're missing, but sort of watching, but sort of not that great. So we're just going <laughs> to plow through it. It's not that great anyway. Yeah, it's not. I'm sure some type of meme or something will pop out tomorrow like it has been. Yeah. But it's your host, man. Kid Pro. And Shada. And it's going to be episode 49 for today yeah. on your bitch asses. Y'all already know what it is. Coming off the incredible episode 48. 48, 48, oh, and see like that, just like that, the fluidity of this podcast, the chemistry that Shadey and I possess. All I got to do is say 48, and she says it right fucking away. You see that? It doesn't get better than that. 48? Chemistry of editing. 48, 48. Look at that, the chemistry of editing. You can't tell how long it really took for her to find that and play it, but it's going to sound like it was right away when we edit that way. Oh, my God. Let me, okay, let me move it so I have it like ready. That way, you have the whole soundboard ready? Whenever we talk about... Yeah, whenever we talk about ace, I can use it. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking great, though. <laughs> All right. No, no, what the? <laughs> I feel like you're gonna do that the entire episode. Because <laughs> I like it now. Because he's gonna oh, think I'm making shit. fun of him, but I love it. Don't know uh, what to do. Might, that might be the fucking title. Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> do with it. I think I'm like, do, do with it. it. Do with it. Do with it. Do with it. Do with it. Didn't even start the episode yet. I'm gonna send them another. Audio okay. message right now. It's a Edit out. Ron, just just so you know, you're all, you're live on the pod right now, and I just I've been singing that acapella thing the so whole time. Shade loves it. Do with it. <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> mad loud. I just screamed it mad loud into her ear, but we want to let you know that you you you've been a great start to this <laughs> podcast, buddy. We love you. That Talk to you soon. Was great. Oh, I'm crying, and I got really hot. I was perfectly fine earlier. You fucking bastard. <laughs> my job man. it's my job to fucking wake uh, you up oh that was funny all right Thanks. so oh yeah so let me, let me get right to the shit so lyrical mm-hmm. fix pod you can find us at the lyrical fix pod on ig be sure to check us out on anchor audio mac apple spotify youtube for everything from the full episodes to the if you don't know segments to also yeah. our clips that we put out this past week i apologize to anybody that was waiting for a clip it's been kind of slow because the power went out in our area crazy ass storm hit us should we still do with clips? I was going to ask you. What, for this week? I would like to with Ace because I feel like he deserves it. Just the fact that he came through and everything. We, we should be sending a clip. We should. We'll definitely have something. I'll, I'll, I'll work it and I'll put the little overtime for it. Mm-hmm. We got the videos up? Or mm-hmm. Okay, so the videos up. We'll Let's do that. Today. And we'll get that done. Um, But yeah, man, the clips are going to take a little long because it was a fucking storm, man. Hurricane Isaias, I think is the guy's name. Isaiah. Isaias. I heard Isaias, the way it was spelled. I-S-A-I-S. Oh, yeah, so a very, very, very uh, foreign name, some ethnic name, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's ice. <laughs> they run out of fucking names, these niggas. Huracan is ice. Wait, we're on I already? What was the one before that? Juan? I don't know. Julius? Julian? What? No, Jerome? It's, no, it's JK, so it's H-I-J-K. So next one would be J. Isn't it by the alphabet or not? Oh, I, sorry. H-I-J-K. The hur- are the hurricanes by the alphabet? I thought they were. I don't know. I think so. Oh, whatever. They went back. 
So they next one. Reverse, though? Yeah, I guess they won't reverse. So next one would be a J. No, what's one before? Was it H? Horacio? Herbert? Herbert? Hugo? I feel like those were all hurricanes. Herman? Maybe not in this decade, but they were definitely hurricanes. Oh, whatever. But oh. continue. Holly? Tropical storms. Holly? Holly sounds like a bitch. Yeah. Holly. Yeah, I would not want to deal with a Holly. Yeah. For a hurricane. I can't wait. Wait, I feel like have we had like a tropical storm Karen or a hurricane Karen? Oh, but that that's next that's the case. Yeah. Katrina oh, was a Katrina fucking bitch. bitch. And Sandy fucked up my car. <sighs> Sandy. Sandy. Sandy is just as bad as like Karen. And these all sound like names of women that I would probably mess with and would fuck up my life. What year was Sandy? I always get Sandy Sandy was messed up with this, another I think one. Six years ago. Six or seven Six. years ago. I think Sandy was during the day I was supposed to move into my dorm and they had they pushed it back. My of course, my fucking dorm my like building was I think one of the first ones that were open to students. But getting down to Rutgers, like everything it wasn't like too smooth, it was still some traffic, but actually being in New Brunswick and navigating trees were down it took us an hour to get where the dorm is and then once oh sorry i had a burp i'll edit that out (laughs) (laughs) that was a big one keep that (laughs) that. fine fine i'll keep it so once well if it picked it up so once we got like once i got used to the area and drove around i'm like so this is pretty much like it would have been 15 minutes no traffic and no trees and shit on the ground but it took us an hour like it was rough Sandy was a fucking bitch because it ma- I feel bitch. like it mainly, I mean, no, it hit up here, Sandy, but it was worse down there. I believe it was 04 because I remember trying to vote. No, it wasn't during, Sandy that it, I feel like I always get Sandy and Irene, I think, mixed up. I got some, there's definitely a storm when it was voting time. That I remember, yeah. I, I definitely remember that. I think that was like the year where like Halloween was canceled two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. It was either snow and then there was a storm. I, I think it snowed both fucking Octobers, like around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Snowed two years in a row. I remember that. Then one. they started doing that fucking trunk or treat bullshit. Yeah, so that which was, I think is corny as that fuck. Was corny. So that was Sandy, right? The trunk or treat was little. Trunk or treat yeah. is corny as no, fuck. I never did that. I stopped trunk or treating a long that, time ago. That's bullshit, man. I gotta take because it's like it completely ruins the purpose of the whole trick or treating thing to begin with. Yeah. That was fucking corny. That's all. Let's bring the kids dressed mm-hmm. up into a parking lot like perverts yeah. and go to people's. Go to this guy's trunk and get Lord. candy. I think the worst trick or treating I've ever had. Well, I mean, there was the one time I was supposed to go trick or treating, but instead I got brought to a house party, so I didn't get any candy. But I was so I got to drink, so I was fine. I was way too young to be drinking, <coughs> but I got to drink, so it was cool. That's what's up. Yeah, so I wasn't mad at it. I was like, all right, well, because I'm the youngest, and my my siblings had to babysit me, and that was their version of babysitting. And what'd you drink? I do, I do not recall. No, was it a beer? Most likely. Oh wow, look at or you. Or maybe some alcohol. I don't know. Yeah. I went through like a vodka phase super early. That sounds better. I wish my kid would have. Had, no, let me not say that. No. My, no, my kid's already been traumatized. He's nine. He's already been traumatized. He won't trick or treat anymore. Oh. Two years ago, we went and did trick or treating in the new neighborhood that we were in. Yeah, these white people like to decorate their shit. They go all out. Mm-hmm. This kid scared as hell. He's with me and his mom, and we're we're knocking on the door. I, he, we, we let him knock on the door, and the door's already got like caution tape around it. There's bloody hand handprints on the fucking windows. He's yeah. scared shitless in his goddamn uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. outfit or whatever <laughs> video game character. Yeah. And he knocks on the door, and he's so scared shitless. The guy opens the door. He's got a Jason mask on. His fucking uh, clothes are bloody as shit. My kid's oh, just there. So cool. And then my, my yeah. kid, 
scared as shit, just goes, uh, 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 good afternoon. Say <laughs> 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 trick or treat. Just scared as shit. Oh, shit. And the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Took his mask off. Oh, my God. Gave my kid extra candy. No, it's funny because fucking um, where we marched through, a section of what we marched through, like we, we were close by it, where it's a uh, Clinton place in Hackensack, yeah. where it's the block is not like they shut it all. They shut like that area down for traffic. And it's pretty much like all the houses on that block are super done up around the corner, too. But that one little like from corner to corner is done. Done up. Like all every single house. It's so like if you're moving into that, like. They, I'm sure it's like homeowner society, like to the you next level. Suit. You have to like, okay, no, like we all spend money on, it's extravagant. So and Christmas then you got, decorations, yeah. they probably go all out too. I don't remember that, I, yeah, but I, I know like, so. but Halloween, especially in Hackensack, Halloween's like a huge fucking deal. That's wild. That's, that's Huge weird. deal. And everybody goes, it's just fucking crazy. You got to park like 10 blocks down. Oh, off topic, speaking of, what? we drove the other night when we was all hanging out and we drove back to Greenhouse and mm-hmm. we drove by that area that we marched through. That looked cool as hell at night. I had no idea. We drove by that area. What? Like, to get to Greenhouse from your job, we had to pass through where we marched. Yeah, I just don't yeah. remember. I, we I remember driving under the school where we all stopped and met where they told us to be quiet for like seven minutes, eight minutes, forty six seconds. Remember we were supposed to be quiet. To oh, that was not. That was when we went from. Um, I took spot? I took it a different way when we when we left the bar because gotcha. we went to the bar, but it was already a max capacity, which was funny. I was there last night. And it was fucking packed for a Wednesday. It was more packed that night, but it just actually it seems more packed, but. He he was just like, listen, I because re- the capacity is 35. He's like, oh, yeah. I already have 30 people here. Yeah, we had like 10 with us. Yeah. The m- people, they two of them got there. But the rest of them, whoever gets is done with their shit. It's like, all right, go to the bar, save us a table. Yeah. Just in case if it's busy or whatever. So they went and they like Maria was there and then Remy was there. And they were like, no, like we have to tell all of like all the people that were planning to come here to go somewhere else and they they ended up going to another bar what like, is all the when you say that how big is that well, number is that well no it's not that big it's like maybe a little less than what we had okay so less than 10 people yeah it was like oh, less okay, than 10 because gotcha, gotcha. it that was actually it could have been more but um at that time i just found out one of the servers got banned from the bar really so, yeah you you roll with a crazy bunch no, I just work with her. But she, no, she got she got disrespectful with the owner of the bar. Mind you, she doesn't, like, she only goes there at night, so she never seen the owner like that. Mm-hmm. I guess, the, and it was weird that the owner was there at night. Um, She had, she'd walked into the bar to be like, hey, Kyle, like, can I get my bill or some shit like that? Or like, oh, here's money for my bill. I don't want to leave it outside or whatever. I forgot what the fuck it was. And the owner said, like, like, sweetie like if you're gonna come inside you need a mask she's like what like you don't even belong here like we don't what are you talking like she didn't know that it was the owner she was like you don't belong here like wh- who are you to tell me anything she was like i'm the owner and you are banned you Shit. need to leave now and never come back and that was a done deal. Him right yeah All right, then. yeah huh. so now and it makes sense because now she's like hitting me up like hey are you still at work <laughs> Like, are you guys still open? Mind you, that bar is open later than I am. So I'm like, no, I'm going to Lazy's. Like, no. <laughs> and that was crazy when I went to your bar and saw, like, you told me before, like, all the bars on that street, but they really are, like, close together. I only saw 
two other ones. I didn't see what the third one was. The third one from where is, I was sitting in the corner of the bar. Like, yeah. Right so there. the third one is you know the one that had the um like there's the one umbrellas. Right in front. The, there's white one right in front where right. it's more like restaurant than a bar. And then one is like to then the across right. yeah then yeah. across the street in that corner around the corner like gotcha. three doors down is another bar that they you know like they have the parking lot where you drive through and you can park in the back behind the bar. They turn that into like tables and yeah, chairs. You got a big ass parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. You because really we do. share it with the like that whole property is one person owns it and then the guy like my owner he owns his place. Yeah. But he rents I think some yeah, of the spots where he owns spacious. his spots. You could definitely put something else in there. Easy. Oh, for, for, Easy. oh, a thousand percent. But I guess she left it like that because of the gym that's across got shut down because the owner got fined. Like, I didn't even notice the gym. It yeah. was dark too though, but. Oh yeah, it was no that yeah that thing that's on the other side of the parking lot. It's a gym, like with blocked by the fence. There was some type of barricade or something over there, in the far end. The far end. Oh no, like that, like to the left. Yeah. If you're sitting. No, that's where the train is. Oh, that's all right. Cool. I, yeah, completely. No, forgot. that all was right. just like the train. But uh, straight across, like if you're sitting, like if I'm behind the bar and I'm looking straight across, that's the gym. Gotcha. Okay. And then um, that gym because he. He got fined on his fourth time getting fined. They arrested him. Mm, and then, him, yeah. yeah. So he had it open for one-on-ones, but then I guess nobody really wants to do personal trainers. So weird. Yeah. Being a big-ass gym with one person. Yeah. It's no, weird. at that point, I think the personal trainer shit has now, the business has gone down only because of COVID. Yeah. And it's like, you have to like adapt if you're a personal trainer and be like the online personal trainer. Yeah, but it's just, it sucks for the people who don't want the personal trainers. I agree. It, like, wait, it, wait, 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 it sucks for people that don't want personal trainers? Yeah. Why? Because they can't go to the oh, gym. Oh, but then they, they work out of home because now it's just the perfect time to do it. True. Like, I saw, I was on Facebook Marketplace the other day. They're selling, like, fucking whole sets of dumbbells for, like, 80 bucks. That's a steal. Oh, that is a steal. That's a fucking steal. Like, if you oh, went, wow. if you know the prices for that shit, because they don't come easy. Yeah. Like, I only got a pair of 25s at home. I'm trying to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Like, and I see that shit, I'm like, bet. But then you never know because people like to take pictures and they... Stretch the truth. It could be some bullshit, yeah. It could be some bullshit. That's the only thing that sucks about that shit. Because honestly, I really do. Because them shits are expensive. Aw, Danny Ray invited me to a public group. I'll check it out later. Sorry. <laughs> My phone just, I just seen her name. I was like, what are you hitting me up for right now? Shout out to Danny Ray. Um, was I going to say shit? No, I mean, I really miss the gym. But I, I wouldn't do the personal trainer thing. When the person tries out, yeah, uh, I'm I'm good off that, especially if you can get it online, and YouTube and Google and Instagram of all places, you learn so much that like yeah. yo the the personal trainer shit is like because the one on ones do work like it like it helped Juan a lot like Juan was like even after like they would fucking like FaceTime and he would put the phone against the TV and work. fucking do shit like that or just like check ins and like how are you doing especially and that like I had a friend where. I had hooked him up with uh, my friend, like graphic designer, is before I really got into logos. Um, she made a logo for him and this and that. He's gonna get into personal training and all that. And I told him, I'm like, consider the nutrition because honestly, not that many people want a personal trainer. Yeah. Especially when they're like, <clears throat> they, I don't, I'm trying to think of tech savvy, I guess. Yeah. And they have social media and. Instagram is literally a fucking personal trainer. Easily find any routine. You can learn how to do your hair, do your nails. I've been learning how to do my nails on fucking. um, It's really out there now. Instagram. If you want to even take it a step further, TikTok. 
gives you like detailed instructions, a lot more really? easier, a lot simpler and faster to do everything. Yeah. And those are just the free things. Yeah. Then there's also apps that literally like they'll do trials. Oh my god, they write the apps. Yeah, they They're have right. trials or they have the free shit, and then it's like the next tier you can pay for like you know whatever. And more. then take it a step further, like Peloton. Yeah. You know, and there's another one called uh, Tempo, where it's like not a bike. It's just like they give you a big ass mirror and you open it up and it's weights. Oh, inside. I seen that one. That yeah, shit that is one. fucking dope. Or I think it's another one called the actual mirror like that, too. I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, they, they're, they thought of everything. Yeah, they really you don't are. need a fucking trainer ever again. I mean, if it's built in and you're paying a streaming service, there's someone there that's actually going to fucking walk you yeah. through everything. The thing measures every rep you do. Yeah. So it knows when you've done a rep. That's fucking Because I, I personally like <clears throat> I would do. Not now because I don't really have the space for it. But when we get the house, I'm definitely getting a bike. I'm get, definitely getting oh, the yeah, Peloton. Yo, why not? Like Villa, hook that shit up. You come in there, he installs it. I talked to him before. It's it's great for him. Mm -hmm. Like it's a fuck. It seems like a dope ass fucking place to work. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and they their business went up, skyrocketed during COVID. I wonder if I say Villa, I will cook you some chuletas. I wonder if I can get like. A, a hookup or some shit. Yeah. It gotta be more in chuletas. You gotta make like a week's worth of chuletas. Damn it! Can't just be a one-time meal. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would have to be more. Yeah. What if I to gave him like a pound and like two days worth of chuletas? No, he'll probably want to yeah. make his own menu. Like now, nah, one day chuletas, I'll and then I want this, and then I want that. Just tell him chuletas. Yeah. I'll take the pound. You gonna get a pound? <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I haven't seen a pound in them ever in person. Them, oh, that amount of weed at once. Oh. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen pillowcases. But um Oh, really? Pillowcases? There's this one guy. There's this one guy at uh like my first job that I used to work at. And he would sell uh like right there, like in the restaurant. Like mm. when he serves food, he would sell and like get the money and all that shit. And he he would be like, yo, look at the shit I got in my car. And it's literally like two fucking pillowcases of just, I'm just like, and I was a pothead at the time. I'm like, oh my God. This Putting against your head. I was just like resting my head on it. And I was like this. I'm like, I smell it. I yeah. smell it. It was amazing. Yeah. If for people, except we're not filming it. Oh, like, yeah. Shad, they look filming. like she just nestled into like some bosoms, like just. Yeah, pretty much. There. I like, like motorboated the weed real quick. No, motorboat <laughs> is like way more. I'm not doing a motorboat. It's way more than what I just did. I, I nestled up with a pillow. It's like I'm laying down and I'm just like, I'm tired. Nugs are like <laughs> nestled in her nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. That sour diesel here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it could have been probably sour. I don't know. Hey, let me ask you, when you were smoking, what was your favorite type of shit to smoke? I fucking hated sour. What, what did you smoke? What was your thing? Um... Trying to think. Cause now I'm like man interested now because I keep I always want to go back to your pothead days. Think platinum. I mean like strains. It, I was. Were you more sativa or indica? I would say sativa. Okay, I can see that. Indica like just would fucking knock me out. Yeah. So I couldn't do sour. Like I True. just I couldn't do like I and it's it was weird because I would literally it was one of those like. I don't give a fuck. I'll smoke anything. Just give it to me. Right I'm here, cool. Right me too. Yeah, but I. But then it. After a while, I don't. My. It just switched up on me. Yeah. So I just couldn't. And like the only real indica that I would smoke would like sour. Especially back then, like that was the only thing. I was like, hey, do this. Like it wasn't as defined as it was now. So, but indica that shit used to fucking knock me yeah, out. Yeah, it, it's not. I'm. I realize now because I had some shit called Ko Kush like mm -hmm. a month ago, and I'm. 
it's like 10 o'clock at night, rolling up, getting ready to watch the last season of Ozark. Mm-hmm. Five minutes in, knocked out. Yeah. Like, just, I'm like, I, just, and I wake up at three in the morning, like, what the fuck is going on? I would feel like all of a sudden, because especially like Sour was so popular. Yeah. This was like around the time I stopped smoking, it was like 2010, 11. God damn. Yeah. And it was the. Loser. the uh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, I've smoked like since and then. And then I just drink sucias. So, not sucias. <laughs> but it was just, it was everywhere. And he'd be like, all right, do you got anything else? Oh, I got to hit my man up. I'm like, okay, this is Oh, so that's, okay, I got you. It was literally every fucking where. And it's like, okay, what is this? I don't know. But then sometimes you could tell, like, you take one hit or you smell it. So it just got to the point where I felt like, (laughs) you good? (laughs) (laughs) You could get on the couch if you want. (laughs) Okay, you're right, I could, yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where it just got, like, I felt like, you know, when a baby is trying to stay up because there's so many people around, they're, they're trying to be part of, like, the, the conversation yeah. and the crowd, but, like, they're fighting their sleep. I fucking hated that. That is the worst. You're right. Yeah, that so I just, I, like, I just felt, like, weird, out of body. I'm just like, I don't. That's that's kind of why I stopped. Damn, that, when you explain it like that, that would kill the whole. No, it killed the vibe yeah, for me. Yeah, it killed the vibe for you. And then, like, I would keep smoking just to go to sleep, and then that it just really just, okay, this is what it's for. This is what my yeah. body's used to it for. So. Yeah, now more than ever, you got to have the right weed for the situation. Oh, yeah. You really do. When Villa made me smoke, I just, I wanted to pass out, like, after, like, 30 I'm minutes. I'm so mad that you even did that, and I didn't know. You were sitting right there. <laughs> I think you were, like, right next to me. No, I wasn't. I would have known. How dare you? Maybe you were, there was somebody. Because you, you sit on the fucking floor. No, I was sitting on the chair at this point. <sighs> I was sitting on the chair. Which chair? No, I'm not sitting on the chair. I was sitting on the couch. No. Yeah. And then, because Saint, it was Saint and Villa, and then Saint had turned around thinking I wasn't going to grab it. And I was like, all right, fine. And I grabbed the blunt, took a hit. Villa like, oh, my God. And no, then I'm started laughing because he had said he was like, what? Because he, he was like, damn, if you held out a little bit more or some shit like that, like, or he tried to be like, oh, like, I didn't think you were actually going to do it. And I'm like, you motherfucker. This is unbelievable. Yeah. If I'm if I'm ever in a room with you know, and you and Ron and them smoking, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go batshit. I would smoke with you before Ron, but I wouldn't. You better smoke with me. If no, yeah, we for twenty again. Technically, I did smoke with what you. What about my birthday? Technically, I did smoke oh, with you. Oh, don't give me that because technically crap because we were on the same blunt. The yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Fuck that's you. What, that's what I told Satan. He walked away from me. He got so mad. Technically, we did. Are you on the same blunt? I was like, ah. Technically, and then he just like looked dead in my face, was like, Oh, this high bitch. Yeah, you deserve to walk away from that. Yeah, and walked away. I was hey. like, My bad. Yeah, you should. You're disrespectful. I know, whatever. <laughs> um, what was gonna say, Oh, but did we actually get into our week? We stopped. We, we oh, no, no. I mean, we, we, we mentioned it in the beginning of the being before. My my week was shitty because yeah. my uh, Hurricane Isais <laughs> hit on uh, <laughs> late Monday, <laughs> late Monday. Uh, yeah, okay, Isais. Hurricane Isaias came through with a with an uh, unforgiving force Monday night into Tuesday morning. Yeah. I had company over too, which was even crazier. And you know, um, yeah, all of a sudden, over. I had company over. Yeah, a uh, family member over. Oh, okay. Came over, um, slept over, mm-hmm. and you know, we're wake up in the morning. We're like, all right, man, what do you want to do? He's like, ah, he's a young twenties kid. He's like, let's yeah. play some FIFA. I'm like, all right, bet I got you. We're turning it on. My kids watching. We're about to get started. Boom, lights go out. Mm. And they mentioned before, it's like, oh, yeah, lights were going in and out all day. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's a storm. So whatever. We waited out. Mm. 
we check the uh, electrical company. They said, all right, well, it's not going to get started or get fixed till 9 p.m. I'm like, all right, whatever. So yeah, we'll just I'm everybody's got their generators on my neighbors and shit. I'm the only one who doesn't have one, mm-hmm. at, at least around my way. And like the three houses that are around me. Yeah. I go in the car. I'm just turning my car on and just charging it. I'm like, all right, whatever. It'll just be till tonight. Then eight o'clock comes. We find out it's going to be till one in the morning. I'm like, all right. So we stay up till one in the morning. Yeah. Nope. Find out the next day. Again, one in the morning. We wait till the next day, one in the morning. Nope. Woke up today. It says to be determined. We're like, bro, at this point, we're like, all right, we got to take the meat out. We got to mm-hmm. take it to a family member's house. I got to take my kids to their grandma's house. Yeah. So I, I do that. Get back home. Uh, I'm rolling up. Having one last smoke before I come see you. Boom. Lights come on. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. I did everything I was supposed to do the right way. Yeah. And if anything, this pretty much told me, like, for one, I need to get a generator. That's obvious. Like, any homeowner, like, you just need to have one. Yeah. Even if it's something small that'll just, like, power the kitchen. I'd rather have the food fresh. And, like, if we need to charge something, we'll just use the outlets. Yeah. To me, the only thing that I would really worry about is the kitchen. Because that was the the only thing I was worried about. I'm like, anything else, whatever. I can charge my phone. I'm good. Like, if Mm -hmm. it's hot, hot, all right, I'm screwed. I got to deal with, you know, a hot night. I might have to sleep in the kitchen and put a fan in there. <laughs> God yeah, forbid. Yeah. If it's wintertime, at least have the generator on. Might do old school, turn on the oven, get some heat in there. Oh, my God. I got a, I got a funny story. Yeah, everybody's one. been there. Everybody's had that. I've, I've been there, too. Had to turn on the oven for some heat. Oh, yeah. But that was really it. So as far as my week, that was, that was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah, like, same for me. Well, I mean, I got to a couple fights at work, but that was about <laughs> it. Really nothing exciting. It was last call bullshit. What do you mean I can't get another drink? Last call is last about... Call, sir half hour um that it's been 45 minutes so no you can't get yeah it was bullshit or whatever and now we're cool i seen one of the one of the guys i fought with i saw yesterday and then today when i stopped in and i told i was like i don't i was like why are you smiling at me i don't like you and he was like (laughs) i don't like you and then started play fighting with me and then laughed like I was, I was fucking with him because he's one of those guys. Like he just, a lot of the regulars there, just you talk shit to them, and they love it. They're also a bunch of well, white. They're all men. used to it. But I, I saw some of the regulars. They were interesting looking folk. Yeah, very. They're towny people. That's what, it, there you go. That's the word. No, yeah, want... no. That bar is very towny, very towny people. I mean, like the area. I mean, this like the town itself. A very towny area. Yeah, a lot of them have never. Like, they've left, but they end up coming back. They've been there their whole lives. Like, that's, that's wild. That, yeah. That's like the truly local, local bar. Yeah. That you got going on. Yeah. No, a thousand percent, yeah. And then it, people. But I can't really front because Hackensack, like, our bar that was, it, I, we, like, walked past it. It was pretty much the only fucking place that ha- they were boarded up. Um, That was the bar that's, like, that was known. I was going there when I was, like, fucking 16. Like, it was, like... A I would say it was it's a family bar, but like it was like your cheers, kind of like that. Yeah. But it was it, it was way more fucking people than you would ever see at cheers. Like that shit was packed. Word, always. cheers always seemed like 20 people or less. Yeah. But anytime like it was a bar that you walk in, it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, it was one of those. Like that. So it's kind of like that. But that bar was way more popular and had gotcha. way more liquor. Oh, matter of fact, something what? did happen earlier this week. I meant to, we talked about it before, and I'm, I can bring it up now and get your opinion. Hmm. So, I'm not going to say any names just to protect the innocent, but uh, earlier this week, I was scrolling online, and uh, this media personality that I know mm-hmm. uh, mentioned something 
to the effect of, and I'm trying to remember when I read it, um, he basically said, because I guess he has like multiple degrees in broadcasting or journalism, not sure which one it is, but he's, you know, trying to do his radio thing. He basically said like, or he felt some type of way with people that don't have the same amount of studying or schooling that he had, mm -hmm. getting opportunities in his field before he does. Yeah. And he basically felt like, well, if you do this, you should stay in that field. You shouldn't try to be something else or try to do and jump on any of the fields and take opportunities away from the people that really study for this shit. And I was taken aback. I read that shit and I was like, well, then, well, you had told me some of it out like off air. So pretty much this guy is a media personality, went to school for that in broadcasting, has degrees. And yeah. that's why he's saying this, like he's seeing other people do it without it. Mm -hmm. And that's why. So that gives some background. I just, yeah. yeah, I totally didn't agree with that. I think I think that's a fucking <laughs> stupid take. Yeah. I, I'm trying to no, be nice about it. I just I think it was. Ah, I, don't really, I don't even want to be mean about asinine. it. I just I think yeah. it was a little yeah a little a little bit uncalled for. I mm -hmm. think to because you disrespect a lot of people that follow that platform. Yeah. That are also people that are multifaceted, that can do more than one thing, and that are cool with being good at more than just one thing. That yeah. don't want to just be boggled down to one thing. Me personally, I took it as a personal attack, even though he probably wasn't coming at me. But I took it as an attack because I'm uh, an, an artist, rapper. I have recently taken up video editing just because it's something I love to do. Mm -hmm. I've also started podcasting. I've, it's about to be a year that I've been podcasting. Mm -hmm. So I'm putting my, I'm dipping my toes in different parts of media and entertainment because I don't want to do just the rapping thing. Yeah. And I've realized now that just being an artist isn't going to get you anywhere nowadays. You no. got to be able to do more for yourself. You got to be able to I think be your own manager. I think regardless if you're an artist or not, I think just being able to be multifaceted is important. Absolutely. But I, and we, and I saw it in, I guess like in our generation, pretty much like school was more just for the connections that were made than actually being at school because okay. i was i was in a double major english and i was in the journalism and broadcast school like i had that major too and i was almost done i had to drop out but i mean not that i didn't learn anything in those classes those classes were great my professors were great um one of them i really wish i have to i keep trying to find him he was i took a hip-hop journalism class oh nice he was uh he was fucking popping he had fucking interviewed Questlove. like oh, he nice. interviewed like solid people the only one i can remember right now is Questlove, but he interviewed like so many fucking dope artists and he he worked he worked at a lot of good magazines too um but anyway but like i met a lot of cool people there and i got to learn a lot but at the same time like it's really just about the experience yeah college can't teach you experience no, it can't. Like that, you got experience from living it and yeah. doing it, and like if you don't like that's and I like I told you off air that's like a cook saying, oh well, like a, two cooks are talking. One's like, no, well this is how you do it because this is how I was taught, and technically I'm a chef because I went to you know whatever culinary school. Right. Like, shut the fuck up. Or it's like a bartender saying, well I went I'm a mixologist. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like it's not like it's cool and all, but guess what? This is it's we're past that stage. Like it was I feel like it was like within that generation where it was um you can get by with that a college degree 
at some point stop meaning anything. No, I agree. And it's like, and it's no shade and no knock to anybody that has degrees because obviously no, you went there with a purpose. Fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. You went there with a the purpose. You got the fucking work. Yeah, you're certified. Bet. Yeah. But you got to understand that we're in a now in a new age, a new time where people don't need fucking don't need that shit. They don't need the validation. If they no. can do the job, they can do the job. And guess what? The people are going to see that if they can see that. OK, just a model. Out of nowhere, just started out as modeling, now becomes a huge media personality, has thousands of people flooding her page to mm-hmm. check out her IG lives. Who are we to deny that person? Huh. You can hate on it all you want if you're a person with multiple degrees doing the same thing, trying to get on. But just understand, that person is a personality. They have a great, they got clout or whatever attached to them. They got fans. They're bringing people to the platform. Other advertisers and other companies are going to see that shit and they're going to want a piece of that. You got to deal with that shit. Me as a fucking rapper, I told you before, Mm -hmm. me as a fucking rapper, I pride myself on lyrics, right? Yeah. So when I see a dude get on that just got hot off of some bullshit ad-libs in a chorus, Mm -hmm. I can't be mad at that at the end of the day because that's his style. He made it work for himself and he got it going. You know what? I got to work harder if I wanted myself in that position. Yeah. And half the time, the motherfuckers that get those opportunities, they're for platforms that I wouldn't even fucking find myself caught dead associating with. So why am Mm -hmm. I even caring about that shit? Worry about what works for you. Worry about what what you can do to maximize your potential and stay in your fucking lane and build your shit up. Why are you worried about the next man doing something and taking a possibility that possibly could have been for you fucking work harder man because nobody cares like because he's finding these other people in his lane that didn't go through that didn't find themselves in the same lane the same way you can still pay dues different ways yeah man because you can literally get out of college and not know what the fuck you're doing Mm -hmm. and facts then all of a sudden you're overqualified facts that too you're 23 overqualified facts what for it like ourselves? because i have a degree i'm i'm trying to like get it i'm <laughs> sorry um like i'm tr- i'm trying i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do that but i'm underqualified but i'm overqualified like which is it and that's where a lot of stu- like people out of college were fucking facing and most of the time like and you can't like for somebody like that to shit on other people granted maybe he didn't mean it intentionally he was but he at the end of the day he did shit on people for being in the same lane as him but not achieving it the same way and not going down the same route but if they got there like um maybe they weren't handed it it does happen people are handed things people are giving opportunities that you're just like uh what makes no sense but anybody could be a podcaster. Anybody could be on a radio show. Anybody could be a writer you at this point. Right. Anybody be a photographer. But it really depends on skill level. So you can't knock somebody for not going to college for it and educating themselves and watching. I didn't go to school for graphic design. I just got tired of no shades to my friend, but I just, I felt bad. I, I, and I'm very like, I need, if I'm hitting you up, I need answers like within a day. Like I hate waiting, Yeah. especially if it was like, it was for check it. And I'm like, I, I need a logo. It was for audio fixation. I'm like, all right, bitch, like I need something like I need help with this. So whenever I was in Miami, I would just watch her do other websites and other logos for other people or working on my shit. And I just learned Yeah. like, and I figured it out myself. I didn't go to school for it. I got tired of waiting for motherfuckers to film minute-long videos for me that were going to cost hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you're telling me that for a minute long? I just want to do a small series of different clips of verses. I don't want to make a full-length music video, and you're going to still charge me this shit? No, fuck that. Yeah. I got my phone. It's got a decent-ass quality. My homeboy's willing to work. Let me put down money 
on a gimbal that'll stabilize my shot and let me film and edit the shit myself. And mm-hmm. guess what? I ended up making a, folk, a fucking video series of this. Ended up putting out more content than regular rappers who were spending and saving uh, for months for a video to be premiered and then forgotten about within a week's time. Yeah. I said, you know what? Let me do this and drop them week after week after mm-hmm. week. So different locations, different content. And then it ended up working out for me. Yeah. So for someone to shit on that, on the work that I did, like it's a big fuck you and a slap to my face. So yeah, I felt some type of way. And I'm trying not to shade the person and everything like that. And I'm, I'm definitely not saying names to protect the innocent. But, and I got no ill will towards the guy, but it's like, you really put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, and not even about the person himself because there are other people that do feel that way. Like in any in any industry in any job, it's very like, well, I I did it this way, and and like that's not the only route you have to take. Right. There's other there's other routes like many other other ways. Like there are rappers being discovered, and then there's rappers who have like fucking um, paid their dues. Right. They they would see it as though I paid my dues. I worked hard for this and da 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 da. Then you look at like Rainbow Man. A- absolutely. So things like that. So it's 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 just for some there's there are people that think like that out there. And honestly, you can't you can't front you can't like you can't be mad about other people's progress or how they got anywhere because at the end of the day, you should just be worried about yourself. Absolutely. You shouldn't hate on anything else. I get it. If the talent isn't up there, then that's that's another thing. If you want to say, like, like oh, but, like. That's well, always debatable, isn't it? The true. Because it, it is, it's it's all perspective. But with this guy, it's like, and again, not to shade the guy. It's just like, from what mm-hmm. he's trying to do. I've listened to his stuff, his takes on stuff. And I wasn't, I wasn't floored. I mean, but at the same time, I'm not the guy to be judging what makes a great media personality. But I am someone who is a casual fan who, when I see someone posting or talking about something, if I am if I like it, I will listen. Yeah. I'll throw a like and everything. So for me to, to hear this person's takes and his regular stuff and not be floored, not really care, mm-hmm. that's just it. I didn't care for it as a casual fan. Same thing if, like, if I play my music for a casual rap fan. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If we do, we do. Cool. Yeah. Me, with this media personality shit, I saw what you was doing as far as work. I wasn't floored. I didn't like it. Yeah, because I, we, we are in it's it's as an artist. And then what this guy is doing it. You guys are in kind of two different like the same yeah. industry, but two different, I guess, sides yeah. of it. Yeah. Little subgenres, I guess. If you want yeah. But well, yeah, kind of. But you do have to cater to casual fans, too. You, you have casual to, I, fans, if anything, are probably more most important. Right. And it's like I feel like the guy. I keep having to fucking throw disclaimer, no shade again, but it's going to be. No, you don't have shade. to. It's You're fine. Right. But just, it's just say like, it. Yeah. You, yeah. You could study and have all the fucking degrees, but until mm-hmm. you get that real life experience, like you were saying before. Yeah. You're not going to know what the fuck to do. So, yeah, I'm assuming in that field, you probably did have experience, but I just don't see anything special. No. And it, it, I'm sorry, bro, if you're hearing this, I like, you know, it's just it is what it is. But I maybe more so I'm just annoyed by what you said. And it's just now coming to a point where I I. I now see what it is. Because now you're putting him under like. A, yeah, like I'm putting him under that. And I yeah. don't want to. But it's just like when you think that way, it's like, all right. So that's how you've always felt. Or someone hurt you along the way that you felt like took an opportunity from you that you felt you should have had. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really think you could pull it off. Yeah. And that that may sound critical, very hurtful in, in a way. It does. But it does kind of sound. And we are not. Not that I'm really doing. You You could put the fan on if you want. God. Which it's, one? That one right there. The oh, fan. you want it on now? 
No, I thought you just said you're hot. No, no. Oh, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Never mind. You're good. It's not, I'm not really doing a disclaimer. I'm just saying I didn't like from listening to, uh, like from listening to it. I mean, I just figured he has a, like he has potential. Still a lot of work. He still got potential. Yeah. He has potential. Work can be done. And I'm in no way radio personality. I was on a radio show once in Rutgers. Like it was nothing. Um, actually it was really cool, but anyway, so it was, it was actually a really dope time, but regardless, like I just do the podcast. It's not what I want to do radio. I mean, it's, it sounds cool enough, but that's not really my thing. But I mean, when you're kind of compared, like you're, you're partnered up with somebody who has a big personality, you should probably meet them halfway. But anyway, um, I just think that if you're going to put something out there, then maybe, you know. If you're going to be on live, really just re- consider what you're saying. I know that I have no filter. That's why I'm not good at radio. That's why I need to record myself, right, I think I, I think listen back, that, yeah. and be like, that was a little harsh. Let me edit that out. Yeah, I'm not good for live. I'm not good for think, live. I, I, I don't think I'm there yet. I'm. We're assholes. We're, we're, we're not good for you're live. You're right. We're not. We're, we're not, not good, good for live. No. This will make a good clip. We're not good for live. No. I, yeah. I heard. I, yeah. I'm, I don't purposely end up hurting we feelings. couldn't do a live podcast i think i don't think so uh, we could try but then it'll, it'll be around people that will accept our i think honesty. it'll end up yeah if we do a live pod it'll end up being people that we know who are used to us i always thought we'd do our first live pod at the check-in i always thought that we'd do it that way have someone just be a temporary host for the evening and we just interview everybody that comes off stage that's yeah, how i pictured a live it, it would be, end up being too long i would only have like four performers Oh, no, but we'd have to do it, like, in a sense of, like, we'd have to keep cutting. Oh, that'd be too much. Yeah. But but regardless, anyway. Yeah. But if we lie, but I'm saying, like, if we did, like, a radio show, no. No, I couldn't see myself doing a radio show. because To me, I've seen it done already, and it's just, like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I get it, and it's very, very tough. Shout out to everybody that does it, though, too, because that shit is hard as hell. But I just, like, in that sense, it's, like, I I think I'm more of a podcast guy. Yeah. I I already knew. I, I, like... I've always wanted to get into the podcast game, especially like first hearing Joe years ago. And then from that point, and then I like I considered I didn't actually really consider radio because I know that I, I'm really bad at like editing myself. Rutgers, I didn't my filter like I've been able to build a filter over time. But when I was at school, like I still had no filter. That's why everybody. And I also I like to talk. I don't like to I don't like the music breaks. I think that bothers me a lot, too, because if you get into a, a good rhythm talking and then you have to stop. Sure. Yeah, because I, I hate that too. Whenever I listen to radio interviews, like with artists, like it's especially like, no, complex, no. like no, he's like, yeah, we'll be right back. We're gonna come back. I'm like, no, I hated that. You're in a good rhythm. You were talking, and then you don't really get back into the subject, or by that time, the momentum's gone. Well, that's why there's podcasts like where well, it's, and that's you know why, it's that that's, that's why I think yeah. that's I think that's why I gravitated towards podcasts to mm-hmm. the point where now I listen to different podcasts. Like I'm listening to one podcast right now mm-hmm. just to get inspiration on how to talk to you better. Like I listen to one called um what. It's called your mom's house. It's two comedians, uh-huh. but they're married. Yeah. But it's a guy and a girl, so it just works. So the chemistry between them, I be, I'm like, all right, how can I talk to her? How can I get her more out of her shell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I see the they're, the they're dynamic, dynamic between yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd be listening to different shits, just trying to get inspiration. You see, that alone, what you're saying right now, to circle back, that alone, you're learning from others, and I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. 
just because you didn't like you you didn't sit in a classroom or some online class like it I don't think there's anything wrong like you don't have a degree for it it's I think it's perfectly okay especially in this time right now where we have social media we have YouTube we have podcasts and other things to like and even like just role models and cop and not copying but like looking up to them and seeing okay maybe i can alter maybe i could do this maybe i could do that like i really look up to them and not mimic them but you know yeah. what i mean because if you want to get technical i've been doing that 20 mm. years now with hip-hop there is no school for me to go to hip-hop there's no yeah. school for me to get degrees to learn how to write a oh verse my god imagine there was song. so what did i do i listened to biggie i listened to Pac. i listened to tribe i listened to gangsta that is kind of Wu-Tang. the school of hip-hop and that's just, that's how i learned so mm-hmm. if i was doing anything else and decided to rap that's i'm pretty much doing the same shit in a sense it's almost like what's his name was it rowdy that said i don't i, I never listened to them like that oh yeah yeah but they listen to somebody no, but in that sense, yeah. it was kind of like everybody else who did grow up of off of that school of hip hop was like, "The fuck? What do you mean? Like this is the normal?" Blah blah blah. And it's and like he's saying he didn't listen to that shit. No, like I had like he had a whole nother like type of school, which is fine. But he still listened to somebody, so you still got your you still drew inspiration from someone. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, of course. But it's still like the same. It's in almost kind of the same where oh, it's like, oh, says, you didn't go to like you, you, didn't, you didn't go to this school. Yeah, you didn't go to this school. Mm, How point. else did you? Good yeah, point. you didn't go to like the. Look hard at me drawing school. dots and connections. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah. it's it's all love, uh, regardless. Yeah. I'll I'll it's, I'll it's, still be it's fucking all love. Tuning in. There's just still there's just people who, I mean, he'll probably take it as a lesson. Like, okay, I should probably yeah, I mean, to, think day, about what I'm going to say. No one that heard that or read that that day agreed with what he said. No one. Well, no, yeah. No one. Like at all, especially like. if all the people are kind of in our like age frame, like that kind of bracket. Yeah. And it's like, no, our like millennials kind of started fucking hating college yeah. and we got backed up with student loans and then this and then that. So and I also like I had talked to somebody about this a while back and that was their kind of grasp on it. Like, oh, well, I have all these loans and this and that I could have just easily like it, it wasn't the same the same train of thought that, that the guy had mm. it was more like shit like if i knew i could have just done it this way instead of listening to my parents and thinking oh i have to go to school i have to go to college yeah because we were kind of like forced into it so yeah i mean because granted you learn the basics of it when you go to school and you learn all the technical terms and shit and then so if you ever put in a position where you're at the big time mm-hmm. radio stations you know how to work everything yeah granted cool but Honestly, at the same yeah. time, what they don't teach you is how to be your own personality, how to com- how to use your sense of humor, your wit, mm-hmm. all the stuff that makes you you, and turn it into a full-fledged show. No, that's more so, I and I was going to say this earlier, I didn't really, I mean, I learned a lot of stuff. Shit, I, got, I still got my fucking, um, the AP fucking English shit, like how to, I, I know how to write for newspapers. Right, so you know the format. When am I ever going to need right. that? so you know the format. I know how to quote time. properly. I know how to cite, do the indentations, all that shit, but what's the make bylines. You is your personal yeah, touch Yeah, I mean, that's I, not that I'm going to be writing for a new newspaper, but I know the correct way. I know the different ways and all that good shit. But what really did it for me was my professor. Yeah. And then he, he was like, they let me do this test run of, it wasn't hip-hop, it was uh, music journalism. But he did a lot of like rock punk because he lived in the village. Okay. And then he also did hip hop. 
uh, for I think Los the magazine Angeles. was the Village Voice or something. I forgot what magazine he wrote for a whole bunch. He even wrote for Rolling Stone, which I was super jealous of because that's the magazine I wanted to write for back in the day. <laughs> it's not happening, but um, he was the one that got me to like he pushed me to interview the guy who uh, runs um, New Yorkian. I performed there, great spot. Oh, I love that spot. Yeah, it's amazing. Spot. I got to per, I got to interview the guy f- during like an anniversary. I think it was their forty fifth anniversary or their fortieth anniversary. I forgot. <laughs> I just realized I had a funny ass story about the New York Greek and the day I hmm. did a showcase there, and I had to. But it involves bodily fluids. Maybe save it for next episode. I mean, I could tell it now. I mean, do you want, does it matter? Are we gonna keep doing bodily fluids every episode? Did I do it last time? No, you didn't. No, okay. well, no, you did. You did it. <laughs> No, no, it was like two episodes ago. I was at a showcase there one time, and we uh, we drove straight from Jersey to New York, and it was a lot of traffic, and I really had to fucking piss. I was first online waiting for it to happen, Mm -hmm. and just fucking like, fuck this, I got to go. I went around the one side of the door and just pissed right down the side of the door. You're in Alphabet City. That entire area, three-block radius, is full of piss. You're fine. Okay, so I was there, and then as I'm finishing up, the guy comes from the other side of the door, and he's like got the clipboard in his hand ready to sign people up, and I'm first online. So I'm like, hey, what's I'm up, man? What's going on? I'm trying to put your junk away. Trying to put my junk away. It's it. Oh, and he's like, hey, what's up? What's your name? Oh, Kid Pro. So, <laughs> so I sign up first, thinking mm-hmm. that they're gonna do randomly. Me and my boy. Oh no, they go. I, yeah. Well, the time that I went, they did randomly. They, they didn't do randomly. So mm-hmm. me and my boy ended up going first and second. Mm-hmm. Fifty fucking artists. The main guy wins the fucking contest. I ended up winning, going second. Had to wait the whole fucking night. To hear all these other rappers go after me just for them to mention my name at the end. Oh, shit. So it's like, yeah, thank God I, I went as early as I did. I wouldn't have been able to hold it the whole night. I don't think I've ever gone to the bathroom in New York, and I couldn't even tell you. If I, you have. It, it's, I couldn't wait. And then they weren't letting people in for like at least another hour. And I'm like, I'm not going to go. Oh, yeah, my spot. no, they're super. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to get like a job there just to kind of just. I wanted to actually volunteer, but the bitch at the door had an attitude. And go for yourself in the culture. Yeah, because it's a good spot. It really is a good spot. Because so. I was gonna, I was gonna try to work like two blocks down or somewhere in that area, like by my friend's bar, and I was like, oh, like we were driving around trying to get me a job and shit, and I'm like, oh, we're like on Avenue C. I was like, all right, no, I gotta go over there. I gotta check it out. And they were kind, they weren't open for business, but I saw people walking in and out. So I'm like, hey, I just wanted to see if you were hiring for a VOP. No, I was like. Okay, I was I wanted to volunteer, but no, no, no. I was like, no, it's okay. I don't know no, if I can. And right I said, time. I was like, I don't know if I could work for you. And I just walked out. Let the, that. And then as I'm walking out, like I hear, ooh, <laughs> and I didn't say anything. It was just she cut me off, and I was like, well, I was actually asking a volunteer because I know it's like a nonprofit. So I was like, I was I was asking a volunteer. I just wanted to. And she hit you with the ooh after you walked. No, there was because there was people oh, there else? setting oh, okay. up and shit. And she yeah. felt stupid. Yeah, it was like the only white woman Ooh, there. Point for shot day. Yeah. Ooh. Points. I should have been like, bitch. Let me stop. <laughs> that was Avenue C. I used to go to another um, show, showcase a- open is, mic. I'm trying to think if it's on C. And Avenue A. It was Avenue A. Is it A or C? It's I know it's, uh, I know it how to get been. there. I always, I always get Avenue the, uh, A. I went to the other spot. It was the Pyramid Club. But on Tuesdays. I always wanted to go there. On, so I used to go there a lot, like 10 years plus I went there. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a dope spot. I used to go with Obi all the time when I was in a group with him. Mm-hmm. And so I was, that was my first experience in New York performing live. Yeah. Just in front of a crowd full of hood niggas. And just you're the only Spanish kids in there. You're like 20 years old mm-hmm. being looked at like idiots. You know, like fish in a fishbowl. But that's where I got like. 
after that, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not nervous to perform anywhere. Because mind you, I've already fucking, I'm using your turn, mind you. That's how yeah. I've been hanging with you. <laughs> mind you, I've already went through the whole janitor thing with a sweep, sweeping the floor behind me. So at this oh, point, shit. I'm like, nothing can bother me. So I'm going to New York in front of a bunch of hood niggas, mm-hmm. spitting the most gangsta fucking shit. And here we are talking about driving drunk down our, our fucking neighborhood. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Popping e pills like we were young as fuck. We didn't. We thought we were the fucking stars. Oh no! Like when I had gone, I the last time I was there because I never got to perform there. I was actually supposed to one time, and fucking um, what's it called? Uh, it was a group of us. Only it was only it was out of the group. It was just like the two poets. It was me and some other guy. Where he like rapped and like did his poetry, but right. he he stopped. And I saw his project and my phone i think it's somewhere in my itunes and um mind you like at the time i forgot what class it was all of a sudden i started hanging out with like a bunch of filipinos <laughs> it was weird like no like i this was this is actually the same the time <laughs> yeah because i was very like in high school i literally just hopped around i was i knew everybody well mm. most of the people i was cool with you know whatever quick hopping so i was still yeah like i was still chill with like the football team and shit but then these were like the Philippine, like my Filipinos that were going, well, they weren't all Filipinos. They were creative they were Filipinos. Most, yeah. I forgot what fucking class that was. Yeah. The Filipinos in my school were creative Oh yeah. Too. We would. Uh, and the only time we really, really chilled was we were, okay, we're going to city. All right, let's go. Yeah. They were yeah. the artists. They were break dancers. They were poets. Mm-hmm. Very, very creative all the time. Oh, yeah. Any Filipinos in my school just were. Mm-hmm. But I remember that pyramid club, I was going to say, because um on Tuesdays it would be an open mic. It would be called training camp run by this guy named Mental Supreme who was like, the uber fucking New York yeah. guy. Like, he would always be there in Tim's. Mm-hmm. He'd perform the same fucking song every time. And me and my friends would laugh. Me and Obi was like, I run the city with my Tim's untied. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the do-rag, the wave cap, and the fucking New York fitted cap like this one time. Um, oh, no. He, there were so many stories in uh-huh. that fucking place. Uh, one of the DJs I just found out the other day, his name was Mellow Axe. Mm-hmm. He is on the Beyonce Blackest King soundtrack for yeah. a song he did. He remixed it. I'm like, oh, shit, Mellow X. That was the, the fucking house DJ. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, crazy just seeing people grow up. I've seen uh, one of the battle rappers, Cortez. Yeah. He Ooh. was in there. You saw him? He oh, was in shit. there heavy performing. He had a three-man group. I forget the name mm. of them. But it was him, another guy, Billy the Kid, and yeah. someone younger than him. That's and that's why I wanted to. Is it the Pyramid, right? Pyramid, yeah. That's why I wanted to go there. Because yeah. I would, I, like. And in I would see school, Cortez, was, yeah, and this was I've, Cortez, yeah. like skinny, slim Cortez, just mm-hmm. rocking shit before I even knew he was going to do any battling. He yeah. was just killing shit every week. He was the main guy to see. There was other people I'd see. There was this famous battle one time between Mental and one of the like the headliners there. Mm-hmm. They battled, and Mental ended up losing his shoes because of the battle. Yeah. And there was this, always this one guy named Ancient Scroll. Mm-hmm. Old dude, you would think he was a fucking homeless dude, but he would sit there, and he was had some like Jamaican vibe to him. Yeah. And whenever he went on, people just didn't know what to say. Oh, but shit. I think one time he offered his shoes, and the guy was like, nah, I'm, I'm good, fam. I'm good. <laughs> but I, I say that to say because it was always every Tuesday. So a couple of years passed, me and my boy were like, yo, let's go perform. I'm like, yo, it's Tuesday. Let's fucking go to the city. Yeah. Let's head there. So me and him, we didn't check Facebook or Instagram. We didn't know what was going on. We just like, it's Tuesday. It's going to be open. Mm-hmm. We're walking, and we're in the village. Got some pizza. Cutting the corner, getting ready to go to the Pyramid Club. And I see a bunch of dudes dressed up as we're walking there, just in regular, like, drag outfit. We're not thinking anything of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're walking there. It's the village, whatever. Yeah, we see a village. bunch of gay people holding yeah. hands. No big deal. 
we get to the pyramid club i see the big dude like the security guy who just knows me we never spoken we just he checks my pockets he knows mm -hmm. my face he sees that i'm about to go in there and he's like shaking his head because like, <laughs> me and him me and my homie were in hip-hop gear we're like fitted hoodie mm -hmm. getting ready to rock he's looking at me like nah, no no say what you want and then I'm, i go to the door i'm like oh what's up man we don't know each other's names like, what's up he's like someone comes out and drag i'm like oh we, we picked the wrong Tuesday. <laughs> and it, was, it was the fucking, because it's a gay club the rest of the fucking week. Yeah. But for that Tuesday, it's just got the hardest niggas in New York yeah. all congregate. And we have ciphers outside and freestyle <laughs> battle on each other. Wait, <laughs> did he say anything else? No, nah, he just, he didn't say, have to say shit. Because as soon as I saw that guy, I'm like, all right, we're going to go uh, back. And okay. we ended up going back to Jersey. Oh, shit. But yeah, that was yeah, a little hip hop. That's shit right so there. fucking I funny. Was, it was fucking crazy. Oh, That's no. Like, the the last time I was at New York and, like, we had all gone, um, they were trying to get me to sign up, and I had just written my first piece for Spoken Word. I was already, like, writing at that point for years. Mm -hmm. um, I was already, seven, yeah, I was 17, I think. Yeah, 17. So we get there. Oh. So we get there, and i'm like nah like i'm not ready like i haven't really performed it like that like i'm not ready for this i've only performed it i think for them that's it so i'm like it's, i'm not practice you know me i'm talking myself out of it oh, yeah, no. so he signs up and we're waiting there forever forever at new eureka like we're like we're already inside we got a seats at everything waiting there and then we realize the time thank you we realize the time we're like fuck like the last the last bus to jersey is at one in the morning Oh, it was like, okay. yeah, because we would we would park by we would like park by like we would. Yeah, we would all park by the bus stop and then just hop on the bus and go straight to New York. And we're like, oh, fuck. Like, this is not it was a weekday. I'm like, all right, no, we got to we got to make it back. Like, no, realizing it's like, oh, shit, it's fucking midnight. We got to hurry back. Yeah, that was the worst. Oh, uh, like, no, it was like 1150 something. Yeah. And they finally because we're like, yo. Like, we're all hungry because they had smoked. on. We had, yeah, we had smoked on the way because I remember, like, they lit up and I was like, you know what? I'm not performing. Fuck it. So I smoked. And and then we had like we smoked and we got like, yeah, on the way there, walking to the village and shit. And we're like, damn, chicken and rice. We're like, now nah, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> chicken and rice. Yeah. We're like, now nah, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. So we get there because we were like debating. We were literally like, all right, fuck. Are we going to go straight there? Are we going to hop on the train? Or are we just going to go 53rd? What are we going to do? So we end up going to the village first. Then we're like, fuck, 1150 something. We're about to get up. And then they call his name. So he goes up and performs. We still like every now and then, like I run into them at like fucking Miller's when I, well, when I worked there. And oh, I'll bleep it out. So <laughs> I was like, wait, I'll, yeah, I'll bleep it out. It's fine. Miller's? Uh, Sorry. You bitch. Bleep out everything. It's fine. I'll bleep, it. I'll bleep it out. But um, so they he performed and like whenever like we'll like, uh, damn I don't remember and I could play it for you and it's actually aged pretty well. I was telling one of them I'm like yo like Vincent shit like that track like aged kind of well like for a spoken word like he recorded it and it's like a cafe scene and you kind of hear oh you hear everybody in the background yeah like it was it was actually pretty dope I I think it aged pretty like well being like ten years fucking ten years 25. old huh yeah a little yeah. It was dope, though. And then um, he performed it. And as soon as as he's walking off stage, it wasn't a competition. It was just an open mic night. We all stand up. And it's about six, seven of us. Mm -hmm. So we all stand up stand up at once. And the MC, I don't remember his name. The MC's like, wait, 
did y'all hear that? Did a, did the the school the school bell go off? <laughs> is it like you know talking shit? Uh, yeah. He's like, is it time for lunch already? Like fucking with us, and we're like, man, we gotta make it back to Jersey. Like we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> and shit was funny because he the MC's trying to talk to us, have fucking full conversation, bringing the crowd into it, joking around and shit, and we're all like, nah, like we gotta go, we gotta go. Cool, we're trying to eat. Like we were all <laughs> high as fuck. We walked in there, fucking reeking of bud. Shit was funny. I remember those days. That night was great. Reeking of bud. That was probably, like, the best night I've had at New York Recon because we were all, like, it was, this one girl went up, was, uh, she had a poem about horses. Okay, I believe it. I mean, I've heard everything at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's in the village, but yeah. it was just the, we, the next day, we're in school, we're fucking exhausted at this point, and it's mad quiet in class, and one of them goes... I just want to gallop like a wild horse. <laughs> that was one of the lines. I think something like that. And like with long hair in the wind, like it would be like one person would say the first line. Then the net would, we, then we would it, like, yeah, yeah we would it. just like finish, finish it off and shit. It was the best. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. All right. All right. So where do we leave at? Oh no, we're just going to start with random topics. topics yeah, yeah. Random topics. topics. I think we've said everything we needed to say. Yeah, the episode. Yeah, the episode is gonna pretty much stay on hip hop because not much has happened. And the storm, Isaïs took us out of commission. Isaïs, Jesus. Yeah, and and Pro just showed me about the bombing, which I had because I went from Monday night into all of Tuesday. Well, no, I'm I'm bugging. It started Tuesday, I had no power, and then into Wednesday, I go to work where I had some connection, but not a whole bunch. And I right. worked all day on Wednesday, and I'm, like, in a dead zone. So my service already sucks at work. Oh, and with So I didn't even know anything about this bombing. That shit was absolutely. insane. And we, we'd be remiss if we didn't say we're, we want to send all Yo, prayers, prayers, condolences, just all good vibes to that everybody was that was like, affected yeah. in that bombing in Beirut. I just had Ooh. the show shot day off of Instagram. She had no idea what was going on. That, that's how crazy the storm was. Like, we yeah. were really, like, left out of the loop. Mm-hmm. What was going on? I had seen news about a bombing, and my friends had sent me videos. Yeah. But until I got into some actually good connection and saw, mm-hmm. like I showed you the video of like an aerial view of the bombing. I showed you a video of um, these three women in a random the shock store. Wa- yeah, the, and the shockwave with shock them, and hit. then the shockwave with. And it was the blowing the these fucking glass. Yeah. Windows like out. Like no, that f- out of the three women, the first one that walked that started walking up down the block that got out of the camera view. I, I think she was and done. I showed you another video of a woman who was doing her wedding. The video. bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bride, her bridal video and the shockwave pushed her shit out. Yeah. And it dude had to like run away. And it was that's probably it like, almost looked like a drone. It almost because the way the camera. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because I'm like, why is it? Yeah, yeah, that was like smooth. That to me, like when you see like videos, like that to me is gonna be the video of the year. You're about to be my videographer. That's the video of the year, like to me, like when you capture something natural, something happening in the moment. Mm -hmm. I think there's gonna be no better camera footage of anything that happens this year than that. I think that'll be a a moment that lasts in people's memories for the whole year. That That video was. And it was so random, so unprepared. Like, you mm-hmm. would never imagine that. You're doing a bridal video, and you just capture an explosion happening live. Yeah. Like, yeah, that dude definitely got a lot of money off of that. He's, I'm sure a lot of, like, different news agencies probably hit him up right away. That was fucking yeah. scary as shit. All right, but what was I going to say? Um, let's get into topics. Prayers to everybody over there. It's just fucking insane. It's just weird that it happened when not, like, a conspiracy theory. Right, when theory. this is all going on. But... Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's just weird. But shit, it's a whole bunch like of people that. without power and no connection. Should be like that. Though. Yeah, 
All right. So, what is our first topic? I already All forgot. All right. So, are we leading off with the Steve Stout thing from a couple yeah. weeks back? Okay. So, this like, uh, yeah, like about a couple weeks, I think, ago. Steve Stout, who I've been wanting to. It's two things that I've been wanting to do. And, well, one, we've been both planning. Um, Steve Stout, anytime I catch him, he's fucking wise, man. I love him. Anything, anything, any interview or, like, the Joe Budden live thing that he did, um, he just drops gems. So I've been wanting. Yeah, like one of his like, it, like when he did the live with like uh, Lupe. Oh okay. Like oh, little oh, things like you. that. Yeah, Steve oh, was on live. one. Okay. Yeah, the IG gotcha. live shit. My bad. So he did that with uh, Steve, and I was I had saved some of the videos, and then I just for some fucking reason I lost them. So, but little things, and I found this one, and he's talking about Drake. Well, he's mainly talking about the label. He's talking about I mean the industry. Um, how labels play into it, how independent independent artists play into it, and Drake is also a topic that we had talked about when we were zooming. Yes. But because the episode had went so so long, I was like, you know what? Let's do a retake on that we'll conversation and have like actual like backup information. But then all of a sudden, everybody was tra- talking about Drake. Yeah. So I was like, nah, I don't want. Well, <laughs> not everybody. JBP was talking about Drake, so I was like, you know what? I don't want to do it anymore. JBP. All right, so then what do we have? So we'll we get into it now. Audio. Yep, I'm gonna start playing it now. So he, this is like a minute in. He's ta- it's a clip from Breakfast Club. He's talking about the industry and this and that. And let me play. Let's hear it. The cost of making music has gone down. Like you don't need them to do that. And you look at some of these successful artists. They don't even speak to their record companies. They they use their social media. They develop an audience. They put out their music, and then the audience that they develop, you know, stream their music. And that's why I built United Masses, because I know that the the, the dominance going forward is gonna be independent artists and artists without record companies, leaving record companies saying, I wanna capture more of the revenue myself. I saw you talking to Russ and you said that if Drake went independent, the music industry is done. Do you really think one artist going independent can kill the music industry? 100%. If Drake goes independent, it will crater the record business because he would be a big artist in his prime defecting the system. It would be like if LeBron left the NBA and started a league mm-hmm. or, or went to another league that was mm-hmm. the, 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 the big three. It changes the, 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 the systemic system that's in place. And if Drake went independent, it would crush it. And they will pay. But do you think Drake would be in the position that he's in now if he hadn't Angela, signed to a label? Yeah, it's man, like loud, so right? extra. Many Drake has spoken to anybody in, I, a rec- in his record company in 10 years. <laughs> but I mean, from the, be- from the beginning, you know, because. Be- I can't hear her voice anymore. I'm not a fan of Angela. <laughs> I, I mean, I and love I her l- voice, but right there was like piercing. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I loved her podcast, but she had a very distinct voice. Only because Stephanie was hilarious yeah. on there. But anyway, back to but, Drake. Yo, um, what Steve Stout said, yeah. very progressive, very forward-thinking type mm-hmm. of deal. He's not lying. The only part that I don't agree with was the whole comparison to LeBron, because as much as you want to say LeBron could start a league, oh, I thought I had more. The NBA is the NBA. Like, yeah. that's a standard. That's a foundation. You're not going to just build something off of scratch. Like, with music, it's a little bit different. We've already seen plenty of people go independent and become successful. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if Drake does it, it will lead the way to other artists to be like, yo, I really don't need a label. As long as I'm popping online, that's all I'll fucking need. And Drake is proof of that. And yet, yeah. 
Yeah. It's just going to show you that <coughs> plenty of rappers, plenty of artists have already done this and been successful without a record label. So, yes, mm -hmm. we all know by now you don't need a record label. Drake, who is the ultimate record label rapper, if he were to go independent, he's already made enough buzz where it wouldn't matter at this point. Like, you're going to be fine. You don't even need to have the multi-million dollar marketing plan where you show up on SNL a few weeks before your, your yeah. record drops and do all these radio drops. You could easily just go online and be like, hey, new album coming out, this and that, blah, blah, Because he blah. doesn't necessarily need a promo run. He and then whenever so, he drops a project, he so, does his one interview yeah, in like so three him, years. Yeah, so for him, to use him as an example is kind of dumb in that sense because it's like, all right, yeah, mm -hmm. you'll cripple the music business, yes, because you're such a big artist and they rely on you to, to keep the lights on in that place. But... There's a bunch others. There's, there's like a bunch of others. Like a bunch of, but they don't keep the lights on like Drake does. No, no, they don't. No. They're but if collectively, if you think about it, I mean, that's, that's a huge mean, the, chunk the, the, the of cash. But, if but you, they should know already. Yeah. They, all the artists should already know that, hey, if, you ha if you're lucky enough to have a platform, a free platform, like a Twitter, yeah. like an Instagram, like a Facebook, YouTube. We can just put your stuff up mm -hmm. and you being the person that you are, yeah. you eliminate the middleman, meaning the label, to mm -hmm. promote your music. You should already know that you don't need a label. No. So Drake doing this really doesn't fucking change shit because mm -hmm. if you're smart and you know about shit, yeah. you shouldn't be wanting a label anyway. It's highly po possible to schedule your own tours. It's highly yes. possible to do all of these things. Granted, yeah, you, it, you're you not getting the major label backing that comes with a lot of money, but you're also not signed to the devil. So Yeah, and don't get me wrong, man. When I was young, I wanted that main uh, major label rollout. Mm -hmm. I wanted to fucking be the main focus of a bunch of group of people, have street teams, be able to be on Jimmy Fallon. I mean, or Jimmy when Kimmel, then it was such a big Jay Leno. deal. I, I wanted and independent that spot, was like, oh my god, yeah. like you're going nowhere. I, like, yeah, I wanted that. That like, mm -hmm. yo, my album comes out on Friday. The next day, I'm doing Saturday Night Live. I wanted that rollout because yeah. that was like that. That means you made it. Mm -hmm. you, no matter what, and then guaranteed your album goes number one because a bunch of white people just saw you perform two oh, yeah. dope ass songs that they didn't know about beforehand on SNL, mm -hmm. and now you're blowing up. Yeah, and you're number one. I wanted that rollout. Now, as you get older, you realize that shit don't mean a goddamn thing. Nah. You could care less. Yeah. You know, you still got to do shit afterwards. Mm -hmm. This is all smoke and mirrors right here. So Drake doing it. Yeah, it'll prove to the rest of the artists who aren't smart enough to already know that you should be independent, that you should go independent. And then that's when the record labels really die. I think that's what Steve was trying to get at. But for him to just compare it to LeBron, I think that was dumb. Everything else yeah, is no, on point. Yeah, no, that's not. No. Everything else is on point. That's like in the 90s saying yeah. the whole NBA would crumble because if, uh, LeBron no, if LeBron's Jordan not gonna left. Start a league. No, I'm saying the 90s oh, yeah. if Jordan left and if started. Left. Yeah. yeah. No. No. The NBA is the NBA. That's a foundation that is strong. You got it's not, yeah. a bunch of owners with billions of dollars put into it. No one athlete can just change that around. No, yeah. No. And there's a bunch of – in, in the music business, I mean, it's not – it's pretty much a foundation labels yeah. there's a there's several with major backing with billions yeah. of dollars like the amount of money so i understand when artists like with the whole like uh little yachty was yeah. that yeah when the whole thing he joe was like screaming at him and shit i know like i'm backed up but he had said like now i get it because he wasn't at the play like i'm tr i was trying to teach him and i couldn't understand why he didn't know this but i get it yeah. And if you think about it, like, you can't, uh, you're an artist and you're trying to make it. I mean, he's trash, but he's still trying to make it. 
and he's getting he's hearing about all these numbers it's like okay well why not i get to he's thinking in his head i make money i get to do what i love and make even more money but not knowing that you can you could do it on your own it's just it is a harder route though. it's a harder route and then yeah. I, I look at these artists that that stay in it knowing that shit and it's mm-hmm. like okay what are you really in this for because it can't be money yeah. because you could be making a lot more if you went independent mm-hmm. so you really must be attached to the clout or the fame aspect of this whole thing where you want to be known yeah and then you want to try to get money off of that notoriety knowing that you're going to end up owing a bunch of people mm-hmm. all that money that you would have gotten yeah because they give you that push it's a boost it's just like when you pay for fake views and fake followers you're putting yourself in that position to get yeah. that boost to get that extra look to make you look polished and that's what a, a major label marketing machine does for you yeah to look make you look like you have your shit together when you really don't you just yeah. got a bunch of songs you recorded the mm-hmm. label thinks this one's hot so let's put you in front of these people and you perform the hell out of that song oh, yeah because we'll get your numbers up what was nipsey's label i feel like it was nipsey that he had the like the partnership with atlantic atlantic no but it wasn't Atlantic. Uh, it wasn't he atlantic. had he had the partnership with them but he didn't like Warner? sign the label no like he had an actual like collective but it was kind of like a label like you know like music on heaven yeah and s double like they're technically collectives they're like their own label oh okay okay, okay. in that gotcha, sense because gotcha, gotcha. they they each have like they each have their rappers yeah and well, music is on oh, no, music on heaven's music a singer, but they have shit, yeah. so yeah, like that's their. I think in that sense, where people keep saying label, label, label. No, you can still you can build, and I think that's the smartest shit, and that's what I love about music on heaven, and that's what I like finding out about S Double, and I love about them is that they've been able to create their own collective, their own home, that's yeah. home base. Yes, they've been able to like just be able like fucking they were making a shit ton of fucking music just in quarantine and all they needed was an engineer to lay it down yeah. and that was it that's like it. that's a beautiful thing it's fucking amazing it's amazing thing. so just to be able to have that like a label itself like the word does come with a bad connotation in the music business but you can independently have your own absolutely man yeah. and, and steve the first thing steve said in there is like you, it doesn't cost that much to make a great record anymore mm-hmm. it really doesn't the the ad the in-home studio um the quality of the software and the hardware has increased so much now mm-hmm. where you don't need to go into a fancy new york la studio Mm-mm. and meet up with some <coughs> engineer yeah. with tons of fucking degrees like yeah. you can literally do it yourself and tweak it to the point where mm-hmm. it sounds just like a radio re- oh no velvet record. actually just reminded me i have to get what? on velvet um no velvet got a bunch of stuff and she's huh equipment. yeah she got some equipment oh, and go. she's like working on doing a whole bunch of shit that's when i told you i'm like oh she wants me to like and, and be on then, top oh, of yeah, her that's right and yeah there's this excuse me you can go on fucking youtube now and learn how to properly mm-hmm. mix your records just look up the information the hardware that you have and there's yeah. people that do tutorial videos mm-hmm. and then you just what go, you've, you've been preaching for yeah, yeah forever, you go deeper and true. deeper down the wormhole you're gonna find how to perfectly mix a record to make it sound just like a radio record and then who's yeah. gonna stop you at that point mm-hmm. nigga i did the same show with video editing i've purchased these niggas uh packs on how do they do the transitions for 20 bucks and now i can fucking edit a video make it look just like theirs like there's nothing stopping you anymore. No. So what Steve Stout is saying in terms of like, yeah, it's going to cripple the music industry. You got damn right. And the music industry is fucking afraid yeah. because more and more people are learning this. But there's a small set 
of motherfuckers that they, they don't want to give this information out to that are dumb and no one's telling them and they're still using these record labels to get by and they're but being now, raped the yeah, whole fucking time. And it to me it kind of makes sense now looking at the I guess the the new generation that the labels are bringing in in the sense of like uh Tatiana what's what's his name? The Tatiana Blueface. Blueface. Yeah. Like, Blueface. And then, I mean, Yachty's a little, like, before Blueface. But, like, that, like, you know, like, that type of rapper, because they don't know shit. They, they know didn't, shit. not that they're not educated, but they didn't educate themselves on or, the business. Or they're lazy and don't want to go the independent route and think that this, they just take the big money now, take the advance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they think that. Because they right. think it's like, it's oh, it's easier. I mean, Blueface, you can clearly tell he's on fucking, sh- he's in Shade Room all the time. He really just wanted the money. Yeah, I mean, that guy's like about the clout. Like, I, I don't see any love of the art trash. in that guy. I, I might I might even say it. Like, everything is a money, it's a money-making opportunity. I it's might a business even say it. I think I prefer Rainbow Man. If he wasn't a snitch, I would prefer Rainbow Man over Blueface. Yo, not for nothing, Rainbow Man is out here now. He's back out here in these streets taking yeah. videos. Yeah, I saw. I saw a um, video. I hate to bring him up, but I saw a video of him, no, I him getting dragged in a mm. wheelbarrow or like those old wagons by security while he's just sitting in it, laying in it, eating ice cream. And he's got like fucking retired cops all around him wearing masks. It's this guy's like something else. Side. Then he's at the park yeah. playing soccer with some kids and like old like Central American people. It's almost like he's like... He's campaigning to be president, looks like. Yeah, but it's like he's teasing, like he's showing like, hey, like I'm a good guy, but then also kind of teasing yeah. the people that really do want to come after yeah. him and kill him. Like, I'm out uh-huh, here in New York with the people who me. don't care about the millions. Yeah. And he's playing goalie. People, these guys Bullshit. are shooting at him. He's playing goalie. Whatever. But back to the back to the industry yeah, shit. We, um, we've been on this for a minute now, the industry shit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Um, But yeah, you know what? It's not even, well, well maybe we'll save the Drake. We'll get back to it whenever we feel like, because it wasn't like too Drakey. I thought it was gonna be more about Drake, but no. But no, if Drake does it, hey, good for him. I th- I feel like he's still gonna make noise. Yeah. He and he's at a point now, like with Beyonce, like you don't have to do a rollout. You could you could easily say uh, the night before I'm dropping an album in five hours. Everybody's gonna know. Well, I seen it. Oh, you know, we'll get into it. I've seen a I seen a tweet that apparently it the project is ninety percent done. Oh, Drake's that's album, that's yeah. So do you think it's going to be remember okay so the question yeah. that you had said to me like super randomly and I was not prepared for it um what I what I had edited out was do I um do I think if that Drake is on a, like a decline I did ask you that mm-hmm. yes so that's what ugh, I'm so mad I edited that out I should have saved some of it it was so good too his work would say so mm-hmm. I don't think he feels that way obviously no. I think his work would suggest that yes, it has. It's seeing like a maybe bit of a de- getting decline. lazy in a sense. Well, like not lazy, lazy, but comfortable. Yes, like he's very still working. <laughs> very comfortable because yeah. he made the obligatory TikTok record. I thought that was just the easy way out, and then you called your. I'm album. sure somebody was like, "Hey, this is the wave. Is the you should wave, probably do he it. Did it." And it's just like to him, which is standard though, because the, fact the that he did it was easy. I the um the Kiki song. That was easy too. That was one Same of those. Shit. That was another one. Yeah. And he's just known for that. And then God's plan. That mm-hmm. wasn't a TikTok record, but it was a TikTok viral background it music. It was a viral. Yeah, like it was. You would it see was. that everywhere. It was a viral moment. The heartfelt it videos, was. you would see that song playing. Like mm-hmm. it just made sense. It was a viral moment, yeah. So he's known for that. Like we get the formula. I just now. don't know. I didn't really like the last. It was stagnant. 
It was. I think it the really past was. work has been stagnant because he's been known also besides those viral moments. Scorpio he's been had known to, Scorpion uh, or Scorpio. That one did, Scorpion. wasn't. That wasn't that bad. Like no, they that were. Was it just, was just so fucking long. Well, I think I think what took away from that, and I think so people annoying. forget, is that that came around the same time that the push of beef was happening. So that took the fire away a little oh, bit. Yeah. That, oh yeah. yeah that yeah, took yeah. a little of the fire away. Yeah. Then he had that whole, you know, I was wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. Yeah. I mean, it, the the project did have some good ones, but honestly, like when I, what was it? Um, I when I was chilling with uh for LB's birthday, I brought like me and Velvet. We got our tattoos, yeah. and then we picked up Joy, and then like you know whatever. When we were chilling in the car. She was playing music, and I feel like this might have been that night or maybe another night, whatever. She's like, oh, Drake. Okay, and then she put Jade. And I'm like, I really don't remember Drake this song. Drake and then Jade? No, Drake, Jade, the, like Jade, the oh, song. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm like, I don't remember this song. But then it played. I was like, oh, okay, because there's so many fucking songs on that album. Really I know is. what I, yeah, I knew what album it belonged to, but I'm like, I, they all, not that they all sound the same, but their names are interchangeable to me because I don't know. Like, I'll hear it, be like, oh, yeah, no, I know the song. I don't, I don't know the title because it just meshes all t- together. It's like, what the fuck am I listening to? Well, we'll see what this next album does. I mean, I would hope that he comes back hungrier, ready to prove himself. You know, he's yeah. in his 30s now. He feels like he's got to stay on top. Mm-hmm. He's already broken the bil- uh, the Billboard record for most times at top 10. When do you think he, like, hit his decline? Well, there you I go. I think he hit his decline. Um, the, once he hit that More Life album. I felt really? like really, yeah, because it's like the only song that really made any dent. More in life there. was good, but it wasn't like I would say. I uh, I would say sorry. Views he dipped down. Views was definitely a, a, a down point. Views and then went back up for more life, and then after more life, it went down. More life. The only thing I really liked on more life, and I've heard a couple times, I probably would need to go back, but I only liked that um passion fruit. Passion fruit is good. Because that reminded me of that summer where he had one dance and I just, uh, controller. I love, yeah. That, yeah. I think that was the last time Drake was really like Drake, Drake. Like, yo. That was Views. This, this thing I can't do no wrong. Wait, Controller Views or Controller more and, and One Dance? Oh, that, shit, I forgot. That's More Life? That's not More Life. No, it's Views. Nah, is it still? I believe. Then, but th- check, check. Then I'm I don't totally know. Like, I'm getting the mixed up. Because Passion fruit is definitely More Life. More Life, I fucked with more. At like out of recent, and that's not even recent, but out of like the later Holy years shit. for Drake, that what what happened? Yeah, no, Views had one dance and oh yeah, it was and controller. Views. All right, those as, were as, but those were the only to me like there were maybe three, four good songs all off of Views, but to me in Drake standards, it wasn't. I, up did, there. I didn't care for that album, and it, and it had Hotline Bling on it too. I was already off. But that was of like it. the last song on. There. I was off of it at that point. It was just like I think. An There's not much on this on. That album. That I mean, I really now if about. I hear Hot Hotline Bling, right? Yeah. If, if I hear it now, I'll be like, all right, I like it. Keep the but family at that close. Point, Nine, you with me? Feel no ways. Hype. Western Road flows was good. Redemption, with you featuring Party Next Redemption Door. Redemption was. I feel like it was pretty good. I Faithful think I that one. featuring Pimp C and Division. Nah, Still there. here. Controller. One dance. Mm-hmm. Grammys featuring Future, which uh, that's like a guilty pleasure song for me. I always like that song. Child's Play, Pop Style, which I never really liked. No. Too Good featuring Rihanna, which is like the forgettable Rihanna joint that they that had. That was, oh my God, I forgot about that one. That but was, that's the that forgettable was, one because the yeah. one that I liked more was the one on Take Care. No. Um, wait. Yes. Wait. Yes. I'll be there care. for you, I think. Or I'll Shh. take care of you. 
Take care. Yeah, it was take, take care. It was take care. Take yeah. care. That that was the fucking one. And then the other one they had um not work. What's the other fucking they had another they joint have, collab. They have a lot of songs together. Let me see. It probably um, was work. Yeah, it worked. Like I thought that was better than this bitch. one. So I'm still learning. Fire and desire. Right. Views in the hotline Blake. So yeah, that Um yeah, too good. I didn't even what's my name? What's my name and take care? Maybe, maybe what's my name is the one. Yeah, you're the well, uh, take care was let me see. Let me just see real quick. Hold on, god damn it. Son of a bitch. I can't whatever. But no, what's my name and take care of the two that I like automatically go to when I think about drinking Rihanna. Yeah. Work, it was good. And I loved work. It, that shit was viral. It was like a party joint. Like it was good. But what I'm thinking, like classic Drake and Rihanna, those are the two songs. Are two too songs. good. Too I don't good. honestly. I can't even think of the. I don't remember. I that. really. I don't, remember that I shit really at all. don't know. But that's just me. I, yeah, I don't remember that shit at all. I'm trying to figure out right now, like lyrics wise, and I don't see it. Mm mm mm. Whatever. But, um, but regardless, yeah, we, we, we and then. No, we it's fine, but not we we moved away from Steve's out or onto Drake, but no fucking um, more life to me was like okay shit I'm declining let me move back up okay you know what I really don't care I'm gonna just chill and then like slowly like it's not like he made all his music after more life was bad, right. I just really like Chinola so I really like more life. <laughs> passion fruit is my shit. Passion fruit is my shit. The fruit and the song. Passion fruit. Well, actually, I'm not a fan of the fruit itself. I like the flavored drinks. I will take a chinola. But the actual fruit, like you won't cut it open. And I'm not it. a fan of margaritas, but if there's some chinola in there, girl, there you go. That's my shit. There you go. Um, but after that, it's like, mar, mar. and yes. then this fucking DJ Khaled shit. That shit was whack. I'm That's sorry. The grease and the pop. Both star. of them were fucking whack. And the other freestyle. Yeah. He's talking in Arabic. Like what? So when did what the weekend unavailable or too expensive? Like yeah, fuck right. out of here. Weekend yeah. light. Whatever. But anyway, moving on. And we're back. So during this break, Sade and I were just discussing off topic that we might have our own little versus battle in the future. Yeah. I just don't know what we'll do, but I'm for sure gonna be drunk in the video. I'm sure I, think I will that'll be happen. too. Yeah. No, because we, Ooh, we go fucking lit. <laughs> fucking yeah, love you guys. We were outrageous that fucking night. That's just my fake drunk voice. No, I, I know, your, but it was your brother loved it. By the way, your brother was laughing his ass off every time I did that voice. Ooh, fucking lit. No, because my brother's exact same person. Oh, is he? Oh, I was why. wondering why he loved it so much. We kept laughing so much. I kept doing it. No, because that's he. You saw how he separated himself. He's very much like I'm gonna lay in the background. I'm just observing. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, and then if he fucks with you, if he's like, okay, I kind of like this person, like, you know, then he's out, like, more. So he, I saw him, like, talking to I felt like had the night been longer, I probably would have been like that with him. Because we were already talking about him mm -hmm. going to Vegas and mm -hmm. shit. Well, great guy, by the way. I had to say, yeah. not just because he's your brother. But no, I, got I got along with the guy. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, not wishing him well out there. Nah, he's killing it, though. Yeah. He's loving it. That's what's up. That's he what back from a job soon. Because he's like, yo, I just want to keep it simple. Him and Juan were, much. like, apartment uh, shopping when he was here. That's what's up. That shit was funny. All right. So, All right, so where we at? Next up, um, so Tinashe had an interview. Tinashe. 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 
So she had an interview with I don't fucking remember who. I don't think I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> oh, Rolling. Oh shit, Rolling Stone. I just <laughs> talked. <laughs> wow. Of all publications. All right, sorry. I just I bit into the cherry and I feel like my teeth are red. Um, so she was talking about how she wants to get rid of genres and says that they're kind of like the segregation of music based on race. Right. Which this is not like a new topic. People have mentioned this before. Um, quote. By putting artists either in urban category or in R&B category, or rap or hip hop, these really uh, these really generally um, Jesus Christ, Rolling Stone, please. These are really general umbrellas that we use to define different genres. It creates a huge sense of isolation for the creative when they're trying to experiment, especially for creatives that don't necessarily feel like they fall into one of these one of the genres, which was my experience. And then she goes on to say, like, it doesn't get uh, changing the name, like the urban, the urban shit to the R&B, whatever. Um, it doesn't get rid of the problem of categorizing. Sorry, I can't talk people and putting them into places where there's just less promotion, less mainstream fucking respect. Let's. Oh, it's deep. Okay. It does run deep, though. Um, it does. Everything she said there is no lie. The only thing that bothers me with that is just the timing is terrible because this is something that was spoken about like weeks ago, especially when we talked about the whole uh, recording industry, the RIAA and the Grammys making changes to their categories. Yeah. Where it's no longer going to be urban. Mm-hmm. I think that that was the perfect time to talk well, about I f- this. I found this. I found this on Hip Hop DX, but I th- Hip Hop DX is pretty on it. I didn't get to see the actual article on Ro- Rolling Stone, but if they reported it just recently, that means that it followed immediately after Rolling Stone. Okay, but so think about the time. She, she probably she could have been talking about this at that yeah, same time, and ago. it took forever yeah, to come out. So it took forever. All right. So then the message is still clear. She makes a lot of sense. She makes great points. No, it's def- absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole urban thing definitely gives you a sense of like what you mm. think the music is going to sound like at a certain point, which is wrong. Yeah. I think that's fucked up. It shouldn't be labeled like that. No. You know. And I then you've, like, I've thought about this, and the reason why I chose to talk about this was, I can't find my phone. I'm dying. You <gasps> yeah, as a matter of fact, can I try a lush ice? Ah, I found it. All right. I'm not going to even edit that out. All right. So the reason why I brought it up was because um, in the past, you have talked about, like, all, like, when people, like, you don't know how to handle that when people say, like, oh, you're real hip-hop. Yeah. So, and yeah. I mean, it's not, like, I guess it's a genre because hip hop itself has so many sub genres yes. and fucking sub genres of that too. But the thing is with, with that, I've told you before, what bothers me is that where people throw me in that sub genre unintentionally, mm-hmm. they don't have a name for the genre that they do. Yeah. They don't have any name for it. I'm like, so if I'm, if what I'm doing is, is real hip hop to you, mm-hmm. then what are and you, you obviously don't do that yourself. You're, you're going on stage and you're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? Don't call it hip hop. I don't think there's an actual name for it. There's gotta be at this point. If you're gonna call my Tech, shit something, but, and that's the shit is because say Apple Music, you are hip hop rap. Yeah, but so will they be? A, what playlist wise, you'd see me in the bar section before you'd see me in. You, like yeah, the, you'd be like among the lyricists. Right, it's, and that's cool, I guess. But it's just like, all right. The more and more I do this shit, the more I realize I'm being put, I'm being pigeonholed in that category, no matter what. No matter what music I put yeah. out to people, that's the bars guy. Mm-hmm. Yo, bars, bars, bars. Fire, fire emojis. Like, and then y'all say the same shit bars about somebody else. Like, all right. And I hate to come off the Tanaje shit, but we might as well. 
Yeah. I, that Cypher video that I did a fucking year ago. Yeah. I just reposted that. Oh, the, yeah, I remember, yeah. The other week, just because. Mm -hmm. And I put down in the caption, just in case you need a reminder. Mm -hmm. Now, that Cypher, if you've heard it, I'm rapping a lot faster than you, you've heard me in Kick and Snare. Mm hmm I'm I'm just rapping, rapping. Like there is no lyrical content. There's maybe I haven't heard that in a while from you. Yeah. There's maybe one or two punchlines in there. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy, but people gravitated toward that so quick, and a lot of people that didn't know about me in the past year saw it and was like, "Yo, you're fucking fire." Yeah. And it, in my head, it annoyed me a little bit because I'm like, right. "This is not even me at like sixty percent of me trying to write some dope shit to." impress you motherfuckers yeah. like well, i'm strictly going off the flow this is just what every other nigga today is doing and i just showed you that i can do it not really and net what not really what, what you did in that cypher yeah what everybody else is doing i it's not i wouldn't say what everybody i think majority people are doing that vibe shit that we've been talking about yeah but even the lyricists out there are doing that are like testing the waters you know and checking out about vibe. That too, you're right. yeah and then even um when ish k was on yeah we talked about that too so, uh, okay. to me, it just it seemed like. Yeah, sorry, like I distracted myself. No, that's all right. <laughs> no, you made a good point though. Mm -hmm. I th it just to me, it seemed like at that moment I was just doing what everybody else has been doing online and what y'all have been praising. Yeah. So I did it. I got the same praise, but I'm like, yo, I'm not even trying right now. No, but it's the, that. Oh, now I remember what I was gonna say. It's because how fast you were going. And that's what people are impressed with. So they don't yeah. even care about what I'm saying. They just yeah. care that I did it fast. Because even, I've, I forgot if it was Twista. I feel like it was Twista. Or it could have been. I forgot. But, like, that hit. Like, he himself would, will be able to say things while spinning so fast. Yeah. But there have been times where, like, I'll look up the lyrics just because it's Twista. And I really, I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? And he's not saying much. He's not saying shit. And, and, and it's not, it's, he's not a punchline. And I'll like be the first one to tell you, like, I wasn't really saying shit. And when you're given that type of beat with those types of flows, you really don't give yourself much room to say th anything thought-provoking. Like, your, your, simile, your similes and your punchlines are very, very... Limited. Very limited, very basic. You're yeah. hot like this. I'm like this. I'm like this. And you have to, like... Well, you... It's because... Compress it. The reason why you're, like, feeling the angst of it is because... You put so much thought into diction, into similes, yeah. into wordplay, into all of that shit and, and having imagery in your bars. And that's why you feel some type of way because you're like, the fuck? Like, this is nothing. Yeah. Like, that was just me going with the beat when not a lot of people can do that. And I think that's why it's like, oh, shit. And you yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I think it's just, it gets so annoying after a while because it's like you keep hearing the same thing from people. Like, yo, you just, you on that wave. I'm like, all right, then what are you doing? So what are you, so what are you You're doing? You're such a Virgo, sorry. I know, I, th I think that's really a Virgo trait because it's like I'm turning your praise into like criticism for no reason at all. I'm taking well, it like disrespect. Well, I think because you guys are always trying to like not not pick a fight, but like always looking for something to work on. Yeah. So you always feel like anything anybody says is going to be a critique just so you can be like, okay, you know what? Then that means I have to change because if everybody's saying this, then I don't like this and I got to change. I got to do something else. Oh, you just got me perfectly. Yep. You know me, you know me. Cause I'm, I'm never satisfied. I wish I had a sound. I'm never satisfied. Do I have a sound effect for that? No, I don't. No, I, I'm I'm never, ever, ever fucking satisfied. People hear me drop some amazing shit, and I don't, I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this was just in my phone. Mm -hmm. And people are like, 
it was just in your phone and they give so me a reaction. I'm just like, you thought that was good? Well, we were at the greenhouse and you're like, oh, this is just in my phone. Like, that just felt like not Hollywood, but Hollywood, like a little bit. And it really is just me just being like, okay, this is my phone. Yeah. Because I'm not expecting you guys to give me a whole like, whoa, type of reaction. So I'm not going to give you a reaction like, yeah, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. I mean, it's it's good to be humble. I'm very nonchalant. I've always been humble. But then yeah. recently, like, after I dropped Kick and Snare, became more of an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, embracing who I really am. Like, yo, I'm very outspoken. I like to speak my mind. I don't yeah. like to stay humble. I do it because I feel like it's the right thing to do. But I also feel like, all right, I would get a lot more noticed. You, you come out the gate. I forgot I had this sound. This is Sparta! I do. Really I really do, do come I up forgot to I had But that. I feel like I have to. And I was talking to a friend about this. Uh, like, Team Deathmatch. My true self. Sorry. What, is that? what was that? Team Deathmatch. Oh. I, I feel like... <laughs> I, like, I got, like, random ones. I'm like, you know what? Just in case. Yeah, was, go ahead. I'm listening. Was, no, I was talking to a friend about this, and and they, they pointed out. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know what? Like, you have to stop this whole thing. Like, you hold back a lot. And I'm like, yeah, because at, there was a time where I thought, like, being humble... And being quiet was the right way to go about things. But I also felt like mm-hmm. in doing so, people got a misconception about me. Yeah. And it kind of um, hurt me more than it helped me to it, be. It kind of did. I mean, I can see not that not saying it, it hurt you, but I can see where that person was coming from, because if you think about it, you also have the grimace yeah. going on. And then if you're quiet, then that it's like. Okay, but that or like you go full beast mode and then you go back to the audience and you're super quiet. And that can it's be like, taken as arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I see that now more like a than fake ever. Humble. So I'm just like gonna be the humble guy, but I'm also gonna show love to everybody and be social. Yeah, I which think I think like works that. way better for yeah, you. Yeah, because people enjoy that. People like when mm-hmm. I'm social and, and I'm happy. And, I told you I was timid to go next to go up to you. I mean, I did. Right but, now, if mm-hmm. if I would have just been my regular self, like I've been since January, mm-hmm. you would have not had a problem coming up to me. No, and we I'm also talked. chicken shit though. Nah, but but you would have. I was nervous to go to Cape Poetic, and Cape Poetic is like a fucking and Olive or teddy bears. Right, but at the same time, but they were also humble too that that night. I remember they were they kept to themselves. No, no, they were they kept to themselves too. But I think I like as I'm saying, like in perspective, like I'm also just a chicken. And that night. okay, fine. Fair enough. But Uh, that night also, like as much as I was still humble and and chill, Mm -hmm. I was also with Obi. So Obi was my comfort zone and I was laughing and joking with him. Mm -hmm. So whenever I wasn't serious, I was talking to him and laughing. So you could still see me in a playful mood. Mm hmm. But I yeah, think now maybe Velvet caught that because I was like, look, hey, it's not so bad. Just go. Yeah, because yeah, I wasn't I like I was yeah. mad, uh-huh. but I was definitely scoping the area out because it was a competition. So I was like in like fucking like hungry mode at yeah. the same time, too. Yeah. So I, I mean, focused. that comes with when you're like a rapper. Had it been an open mic night, though, I would have been a little. No, competitions are different, though. Yeah, like I was but not ahead. everybody, not everybody is bred from that like ilk. Yeah. Because after I did mine, I was still out there looking at everybody else just because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, how's he doing? How's he doing? Yeah. Because that competition, it was just based on, all right, whatever I say at that moment, that mm-hmm. is my grading. Anyone that comes after me or before me, like, that's what there is. So they, that's what it's based on. So I had to see everybody because I had no other second chance to perform again that night. Yeah. So I was, like, scoped in the competition. And I you mean, came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, hello. Like, okay, who's this? All right. no but i mean not i i mean when it comes to like rappers themselves and that bravado not everybody has it yeah especially like the younger kids coming into it 
And I think maybe even if they try, they see it and they try to emulate it, like that's why I think they get so timid with like people like you and Saint. Where and like even I, I mean, I if we spoke to K and and O about it, they would probably say the same shit. Yeah, honestly, so you never yeah, know. Sometimes it just comes to territory. Like I'm just a focused motherfucker when I'm on stage and and a. Keys kind of like be that. mean munging it too, a little bit. Yeah, we just get. Um, Keys is also a Virgo, so I don't know. That could be the case too. You're absolutely correct. So it could be that. Could, be, could <laughs> just be a Virgo thing. But um, <coughs> no. What what? Uh, these guys are Leos, though. No. They are Leos, yeah. But then that's just the MC in you. Like yeah, just, I think it just boils down it like MC. I th- if yeah, not even the rapper shit. I think it's like you're a true MC, and I think that when people say, "Oh, you're real hip hop," I think you should see it more as like an MC because not everybody you can rap, but you not everybody's an MC. Yeah, because they also they usually like um, say right afterwards like, "Yeah, I've seen the way you control a crowd," and people always like to to mention that to me yeah because an mc like. can do everything because yeah, people like to say though that i'm like i can be mean with people that don't um hmm. agree in the crowd and that friend also mentioned that i should work on that as well on your um, on like being less mean to people like being more inviting like with people that don't listen like the way that i handle people not showing me respect oh if you're show, if you're on stage and that's like you less, controlling the crowd i should be less aggressive to people that when they aren't listening and that would help win people I in think my it's, favor. Yeah, because I don't, I don't necessarily think it's wrong to make a joke, but sometimes you do come across mean because you'll yeah. take like that. Yeah, like instead of saying like, yeah. hey, asshole, stop talking to that girl. You're just going to end up going home and jacking off anyway. Mm-hmm. I should be like, hey, my man, I'm on stage right now. I got some dope shit if you want to check me out. Yeah, something like, like that. Like the approach could be so much better. Yeah. And, and you can still make a joke out of it. And to get people like to laugh and be like, okay, or even get the other person to laugh and be yeah. like, all right, I'm listening now. But like that, because when you, because you're good with jokes. Yeah. So, and that's something that you've been even working on yourself. Yeah. So doing that, it's like, it makes you more human. Right. To the crowd. If I just go and humiliate that guy and then he ends up paying attention and he likes my shit, he'll still be so humiliated afterwards that he won't want to talk to me. Even J. So Cole said it. J. Cole's I like, oh, he listened to my music too. Yeah, I, yeah, I lose a potential fan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. And then I think the only people that would appreciate it are, like our group of friends because we're yeah, assholes. because they do. They like it. And, and Yeah, because we do hang out with a group of assholes. Yeah, so we they yeah. appreciate that shit. This thing is going into the background. They do appreciate <laughs> it. So it's something I'm going to work on, just like trying mm-hmm. to better myself, I think. So, yeah, yeah. good advice. All right, All right, so that was the Tanache shit, but we turned it into our shit, which is fine. No, it's just fine. All right, we'll move on. If is you don't know. Is it time? Is it time for the world famous if segment? If you don't know, now you know, nigga. Now you know, nigga. All right, so you got the wire for me? Okay, so first one goes by the name of Conscious Lil Con Con, representing BringingTheReal.com. I did an interview with them this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was on, if you saw it on IG, it was a rainy ass day and I showed up to a model's house, shout out to Motto as well, to do the interview. Mm-hmm. And I had to park so far away from their house, so I was drenched, soaked in the fucking rain. They handed me this rainbow colored towel and I did the podcast with them, wearing that towel on my over my neck the whole fucking time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny, so I told them the story about how my um, my apartment caught on fire and they turned it into a whole joke <laughs> that afterwards. Was amazing. They laughed at my pain, but they're they're good dudes. Um so one of the guys were bringing the real conscious. Um you can find them at conscious nine seven three, spell conscious with a K. He just put out a brand new joint. Uh Lil Lucy. 
for the people on SoundCloud. Uh, it's less than two minutes long, but it's a it's a little bop. It's called Back on Go. It's available exclusively on his uh, SoundCloud Conscious K O N S C I O U S. Again, the song is called Back on Go. I'm gonna just play it right now. So it's 1:42, so we can start from the beginning. Turn it down a little bit. Yeah, I met Khan about the same day I met guests at that club in Elizabeth. And we had like a, a show going on. A little to get showcase back, that I want. That's where I first met him. And I just remember me and him joking about random shit. And I was doing a gym show impression. And that was funny as hell. And then we stayed in contact ever since. And I always like dude's energy, man. He always, he's got his long hair flowing in the wind. And he's just going off. <laughs> Spitting super fast, guys, just mad talented. Um, he's recently been working with. Uh, I usually get the name wrong. SCL or SLC Productions. He's an engineer. Part of me, kind of, I got the name wrong. I know I said one of those right, so it's <laughs> one of those. Uh, but dude's just been killing it, man. He's been making his own videos as well. He's a hell of a producer. He made a video earlier this year where he uh, photoshopped himself into Mortal Kombat background. That shit was fun as hell. I gotta show you that video. That was dope. Oh, you probably have, yeah. Nah, but dude is dope all around, man. So the song is called Back on Go from Con. Conscious, little Con Con. And definitely had fun during his interview, man. Right, so that was back on go from Khan, Lil Khan Khan Conscious973 on Instagram. You can check it out. It's available exclusively on his SoundCloud. My second, if you don't know, mm-hmm. comes from a rapper that I met two years ago at the World Underground Competition in oh, New shit. York. That bullshit of a fucking show. I'm still going <laughs> to say that every day of my fucking <laughs> life because it was a complete waste of fucking time. I mean, I met a lot of great rappers. But at the same time, that that shit was not that shit was called World Underground when it was supposed to be Team Backpack. But it wasn't. Everybody that was there was fucking lied to. It was a disheartening experience, to say at least. Was that the one you had shared like early episodes? Like when we were recording at the VFW? I went thinking it was Team Backpack. I had grown a lot of love for Team Backpack and everything they were doing. Yeah. The competition had... I missed it the year before when Ren Thomas, uh, Marlon Kraft, and another rapper had won. And I'm like, all right, this is where I want to be. These dudes are in the same position that I want to be in. This is where I got to go and prove myself. Yeah. And sh- long story short, it was not Team Backpack. It was Change the World Underground. Mm-hmm. The vetting process was bullshit. I get there. I made it to the top 16. But there was so much politics in that fucking building and so much bullshit that I was turned off and the winner of the shit was bullshit the way it ended was bullshit I'm not going to give those details out because you guys wouldn't believe me if I fucking told you yeah but it was bullshit but like I said before I ended up meeting a lot of great people one of these people was a fellow rapper MC artist out of New York area named uh Matt Saxon Maverick Matt Saxon mm-hmm. you can find him online uh, his IG Matt Rivera TLC the TLC comes from the fact that he used to be a wrestler, professional wrestler, and he was um, more famously, uh, he was featured on the show uh, Extreme Cheapskates. Oh shit! So he his his uh, shit was the cheapest wrestler in the world. <laughs> so he was trying to become a professional wrestler, <coughs> yeah. And they just followed him on how he 
mm. went about his everyday life and how cheap he was. Like one of the standouts was he didn't tie his boots up when he went to his tryout. He used tape. His mom shaved his head. Yeah. He had like cheap protein shakes where he would put the whole egg in the shell yeah. as well. <laughs> like this is all done on there and it, it's all on there as well. And like recently uh, that show was playing in the UK mm-hmm. and that episode came out and he blew up all over again. Oh, and shit. he started getting mad love on YouTube, getting fucking follows up subscribers and he just reset his shit up. Mm-hmm. But he put out a song in the meantime called MC versus Rapper. I wanted to get into that. Mm-hmm. I forget who did the video. I don't know. Pardon me, but I'm going to play the audio from that song. MC <laughs> versus Rapper from Maverick Mac Saxon. Hey, yo, my appetite's insatiable. You and I not relatable. Maverick, bum, rush, and buffets. I've eaten all the table food. The hungry ate for five rappers, snatched up all their plates, and I ate for five rappers. See, I grinded in my 20s and taking some time after to relax, refocus, and grow. Get to know my soul. Lyrically reload, develop flow, rhyme patterns, exposing a war, path to the battle zone. Let's go. Mask on. Somebody stop me. Bray Wyatt with the fireflies, Rocky with the tightest eye. Pharaoh catch these hands while they lie in Carol Baskin, my glory. Limitless boss, all you can drink. MC for a rapper. What is the difference and why does it matter? MC versus rapper. Out of all the factors, what's the difference? Just they got no skills, no t- As my man Matt Saxon, Maverick Matt Saxon, former pro wrestler, now rapper. Um, also, I'd be remiss in saying he also uh, runs the Battlezone Bars. Um, it was um, oh, shit, Cypher really? Cert- the same guy? The same guy, oh, nice. yes, yes. Uh, so that's where I had uh, joined in. He stayed in touch with me since the world on the ground. He told me about uh, Cypher League that he was starting. A couple rappers in the area, around New York and New Jersey. What am I doing? Oh, Send me the wire. wire. There you go. Um, where he started Battlezone Bars. Yeah. Uh, I entered in the first one. I was lucky enough to win it. Okay. Shout out to Hova Beats. Shout out to Jericho, who did the filming. Hova Beats produced. And uh, Matt joined in as well. It was a nice event. I believe it was somewhere in New York where I went. Uh, Manny was in there with me. I did that video, which was oh, the video Manny. that I was just talking about before with that cypher. Mm-hmm. Killed that shit. Took it. Um, I did another one afterwards. And ever since then, they've done maybe like four or five more of those. Mm-hmm. And I've remained in the top three because they did a ranking system. That's so dope. So I'm still in the top three. Oh, of those. yeah, that's right. I remember, yeah. yeah. I have not gone back. Mm-hmm. Um, I might go back in the future depending on how everything sounds. But mm-hmm. much love to Matt. Much love to Hover Beats. Much love to Jericho, who had a child early this year. Um, or late 2019. I forget when exactly. But uh, they're doing their fucking thing out there, man. Matt's been still making music, putting out his own videos, at the same time dealing with the battles on bars and all the stress that that brings on. So he's a hard wow. worker out here, man. So That's much fire, love to him. Yeah. He got also he got married in the past year, so dope oh, for him. Damn. He's living his life, mm-hmm. doing his fucking thing. So yeah, man, nothing but love for for Matt, Maverick Matt Saxon. We tried to film a video also early in the year, that didn't work out. I, oh, because shit. when I won the contest, I was able to oh, film yeah, that's that right, video in the right, wrestling yeah. ring. Uh-huh. Shit didn't work out. It didn't go how he wanted to. But mm-hmm. he was able to release his project. Uh, so that is available on all streaming platforms. The Battles on Bars mixtape, which includes my two cypher entries. Also includes a song that I did with Matt at his studio, Pop-Up Studios, which is located in New York uh, where he lives. So any rappers that are looking for uh, studio time that are nearby the New York area, Definitely hit Matt up. He can get you great prices. A dope-ass experience. Um, and definitely look to Hova Beats as well if you're looking for beats. That dude's been working. His beats have been included on the Grind Mode Cyphers as well. Yeah. So 
the motherfuckers is working, man. You can't be mad at these dudes. They got love for the craft. They got love for the MC. So they always are good in my book. So again, shout out to Maverick, Matt Saxon. Shout out to Hova Beat. Shout out to everybody involved in Battles on Bars. All the MCs that I've collaborated with and met off of there. Y'all are all fucking dope. That's my if you don't know. Sorry, I went over. Yeah. You're good. Cool. <laughs> all right, so I'm for my. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm not going <laughs> to even. If y'all knew how much I fucked that up just now, we had to cut in. We had to edit that. <laughs> Shout out to Danny. Anytime, but like, I know, like, we have to come back in. I always laugh. Like, I. If whatever anyway so because when i try to make the punch-ins like just seamless it's so bad i know i just <laughs> know i can't i can't help I'm it i'm not helping <laughs> no you're fine so the first uh, i forgot what i was saying oh first for entry. if you don't know if you don't know so my first if you don't know um i actually got so on danny ray's new show uh fresh start on the corner with sharif um they well they have like a segment where danny just puts out like indie music right uh, like danny top ray's, 10 uh, selection yeah danny ray's selection and I've heard her talk. I've, I don't think I've ever seen him perform. I think I maybe have seen her. I mean, seen him um, on her, the Insta Live shows that she was yeah, doing, the live shit. Huh? Where he's been mentioned or he performed. I feel like he might have done. It might, it might have done a performance. I'm not sure. His voice sounds familiar. My first entry for, <laughs> for fuck is that? I fucked that one up again. Uh, for. Um, if you don't know. For if you don't know. <laughs> I fucking hate you. No. I fucking hate you. I have to edit my shit so much because I asked you this off air just to make sure, just to confirm, because I always get people's names wrong. And you know what? You announce it because I don't even want All to right, anymore. So it's going to be Shaolin Prince. The song is called Tragic. It was heard on Danny Ray's Fresh Start in the Corner show. You don't and have to say all that because I was going to keep okay, the edited. Cool. So right. it's fine. Because right, you're making fun of me, but I was Shaolin right Prince, the Tragic. time. I live for my passion. Y'all just getting a portion. Hey, we gon' need a hero who thankless. How come that seems so foreign? Revolutions awaiting. Best to take some precautions. I took a bit of distance just to see we need each other. Our line is always open if you ever need a brother. Come pull up a seat, that's if you ever need a supper. I hate to see you starving, I'm related to the hunger. And for the ones who want a bullet, I always keep a plunger. A product of the system that's designed to keep us under. See, I'ma be the one to change the narrative. Used to be blind, I a vision like Claridan. Y'all embarrassing, sick of y'all arrogant. Dipping in the same why make the comparison. I'm about action. When I had to talk, it ain't for the head. I was brought up from the grain. So how could you think I ain't making the bread? I mean, your girl looking fine. Who like to be soaked and want to get wet? Come through and talk to me. All right, that was my first, if you don't know. I don't follow him on on Instagram. I said Instaman. Jesus Christ. Instaman. 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 I don't follow him. I got to find his shit. And then, well, I mean, he'll be tagged and everything. Um, So my next, if you don't know, uh jamal gray he was actually um i met him through velvet she uh they were going to the same um vocal classes okay 
uh what was it the voice box i believe yeah and then i didn't obviously go to the class but they like through events and shit this uh open mic that one of the other students had in brooklyn i met them there his voice is fucking magical honestly this song thank you for sending me his profile uh this song i i like the song but it do, it doesn't show like jamal's like full voice it's insane all right it's called pillow start playing it now just because i have to because this guy's fucking just i've been waiting because he put out another song um let me see if this one let me see Oh my god. I was I forgot where he was from. I think he might have been from Long Island. But I was trying to get him to come out to the show and he was good, but he like even for him to get to New York to do like the in like Brooklyn was a bitch and him to get to New York to do the fucking classes was a bitch so then I was just like you know what no pressure I was like if I can it was like whenever I get to see you live here I will take it you don't have to come to the show but his voice is oh and that was just a little bit it just goes to show you like once once you're able to relocate or do the show in a special venue like we're gonna have a whole crazy crazy amount of artists I just thought when I get to Philly, there's more singers, cause no, yeah, I would love I'm to tired. hear more singers too, because oh, the yeah. rappers is, is great and all, but it's like you like to hear a little bit of a yeah, because uh, we're right outside New York, so we do get I, I don't know what it is. I mean, there's New York is filled with singers. That's the thing, and they just I think and they, they usually don't have a good all spot to go to. I yeah. think that's what it is too. Yeah, it's not as prominent as like hip hop open mics. Like there should be a lot more R and B open mics. Yeah, because the really one in Brooklyn be. is mainly it's it's catered to singers because yeah. it's a singer who does it. The rappers will go up and because they have a live band, they don't, he does, he's not going to, he doesn't play any music. Yeah. You go up, you get two minutes. He's strict on Like he'll go over a little bit. Like he talks his shit. He's like, Oh, if it's two minutes, I'm grabbing the mic. Yeah. Like he'll, that, that's what he says is in, in his intro. Um, it's, I, yo, but he, 
He's been he's he had the show I think either a year or two years before I started my show. Cool as shit, yeah. and he has the band. And sometimes they'll play for the poets, but they they're mainly there for like it's it's a singer show, mm. and it's so fucking amazing. What's his name again? Huh? His name again? Oh you know this guy. This uh, sorry, my if you don't know that was Jamal Gray, uh, song pillow, and he also has another track out. Go check him out. Jamal Gray. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait came out last year, and then Pillow is the one I just played. So yeah. Nice. Um, before we do closing, because I'm kind of interested, real quick, what was your logic shit? So my whole thing with the logic thing is like, I get that he wants to take off and he wants to raise his family and everything. I just feel like it's a cop out of mm-hmm. like, all right, I think you're just not making dope music anymore, and you're taking the easy way out to just, you got your money, you just want to live your life, but like you don't want to admit the fact that you just don't have it anymore. And you were mentioning how you appreciate his old albums, which I do too. And we both agreed that we liked Under Pressure. Yeah. Now, my theory with that is I think that that came out at a time because it came out it came out after Good Kid, Mad City, and there's a lot of beats on yeah, there it was 2014. that sound like Good Kid, was Mad no City ID. type shit. Yeah, and a lot of the songs that he made were like kind of Kendrick. Under Pressure was my shit like i didn't that was my introduction to him that was his first actual album that, i didn't hear any of the tapes before and that. that to me felt like kendrick light that felt like good kid mad city light yeah he was copying a lot of the formula like there was a song on there that definitely sounds like he copied bitch don't kill my vibe mm. and just a lot of it on there just sounds like you know All what right, you, yeah. you're just trying to follow nikki, a formula nikki was my shit i'm looking at it now yeah. now i'm like remembering okay i'm like trying to were, think like you were following a formula and you were like the white kids kendrick even though you were biracial, in a sense, even yeah. Though you're biracial, mm-hmm. you still like you didn't have that. My only thing was uh, you didn't have that what, Kendrick appeal. What grew old to me was the half white, half black. Because even J Cole, after a while, stopped that saying that gimmick it. was trash. But I just I, didn't because J Cole like did him. talk about it. Like I think it's okay if you want to talk about it. That is your life, and if you're if you're one of those rappers who raps about your life and real shit, that's fine. But every time. Every time, and it's like with someone like J. Cole, and I hate to sound, I don't know, somewhat mm-hmm. feature biased. With J. Cole, him being half black, half white, I believe it. I, b- I believe it. But yeah. with Logic, mm-hmm. it's hard to believe. Even though that, yes, some biracial kids end up looking completely white and not one bit black. Like J. Cole doesn't look J. like J. Cole doesn't look one, one bit white at all. Mm-hmm. But I believe it if Obama you tell me. Neither. I believe yeah. if you tell me he's half black, half white. Sure, with Logic. You kind of can't believe it because he doesn't look like the, and I hate to say this, no, stereotypical it's, it's weird. biracial kid. It's weird, though. He does look like his father. He does, but he doesn't look anything, like, he doesn't look as no. not black at all. No, but it was, like, weird because this one song he's talking about, like, he's naming his cousins, and it's, like, the blackest names ever. Like, ghetto names. Yeah, and not I don't even know really what his real name, name is. But I think his name names. is Bobby. Huh? His real name is Bobby? Robert Bobby, Robert, yeah. Because yeah, right, so like, he went with the Bobby Tarantino because he yeah, has the eyes. Yeah, so it's like, all right, like, mm. bro, I mean, I get it. Yeah, you're biracial. You have a black parent, white mm-hmm. parent. But I just don't see it. And it's like maybe that's why he had to, he felt the need to talk about it so much. Yeah, because honestly, yeah, because I stopped. Let me see. And every, I hate to say that. that no, it's so fine. Bad. Everybody, damn, I stopped listening to him in about 2017. I liked, I liked Bobby Tarantino too, but everybody, I think, was that for me. And then after that, I was just like, meh. Yeah, his early mixtape shit, you would like it. You said you didn't listen to it. You would like no, it. No, no, no. I'm saying at that time because oh, okay. I had, I've, I saw Under Pressure on Two Dope Boys. 
Um, and then it was a new release. Yeah, this, damn, I didn't even realize it was 2014. And that was a great then. album. It yeah, really is a it was great a new album. release then. I was like, holy shit, who the fuck is he? Checked out all his mixtapes, got them all from Dat Piff. Yeah. <laughs> and then and he killed I was mixtapes. hooked. I, yeah, him. no, I was definitely hooked in. He his ass off. Yeah, no, for sure. Everybody, I think, and even like the incredible true story, I like the concepts of it. And like in time, he did, he, he always had like, the conceptual kind of albums and projects. Yeah, I appreciated that. But at, like he did like grow over time, but then somehow you can tell he just didn't. The content died off. Yeah. And then I don't want to say that Joyner kind of influenced my decision, but when I heard him on that Sriracha track with Joyner mm-hmm. and with Tech Nine, like Logic's verse was fucking whack. Yeah, I don't know if it's either he just didn't care or he just didn't have it. Even in the verse, he because sounded like he didn't care. Because he's been able to do it. He sounded like he mailed it in. But when you're yeah. put when you're put in the same vicinity as those MCs and you have mm-hmm. to like produce a verse. Yeah. That's gonna be tough. Because Joyner was already on a hot streak. Yeah. Because uh, even Tech Nine's a fucking legend. So yeah. it's like as logic, like even before, if I just see it on paper, mm-hmm. I already know, all right, Joyner's gonna give you some shit. Tech's gonna give you some shit. What's What's Logic going to fucking do with these guys? I'm trying to think. Was it? I feel like it was. The Incredible True Story, which came out in 2015, he was already talking about retiring. He was, but you never know how to do it. But it, it was guys. like he, it was, oh, uh, no. Like, like a long-term plan It was a whole shit. story. They yeah. even, he kind of like did the um, like I'm gonna do tribe a, shit. I'm going to tell my story thing. in these number of albums and then I'm done. Yeah, it's saying yeah, like, no, yeah, you know, right before the last one. Yeah. Like so everybody was supposed to be the last one. In 2017, and then he came out like four more, nah, five more. Did I, mean. that. I remember when Lupe was talking about that shit. Like, Lupe, I remember listening and he to just the cool. dropped something. Uh, I didn't even notice. Guest told me, and I still haven't heard. Yeah, it. I gotta find I it. I heard it. Yeah, you gotta track about dinosaurs. Guess if you're that listening, some, can you send it to shit. me? Because I'm sure I'm gonna. There's forget. I mentioned a guest. Yeah. So, which we've been doing a lot better. We have. We have been. Pretty much go without mentioning a lot, <laughs> and then we just randomly bring them up. We did bring them up last mm-hmm. week, but. Yeah, you know what I mean. whatever. We've been, we've been, <laughs> it hasn't been the first five minutes anymore. No, every, I mean, like, those two those two are my standout for albums. Oh, three, Under Pressure. I liked No Pressure, but when I started, I did the full listen, then I did, like, half a second listen, and then I started realizing, like, oh, the content. But I didn't hear anything since everybody. Bobby Tarantino, I think I heard a little bit the second one. Um, I heard a little bit, didn't really get into it. I didn't like everybody. I hated that. I liked it. I hated it. And then the, the hot the suicide not com- hotline Not record. completely. I didn't like the whole project. I'm sorry. I'll take that the, back. The, the suicide hotline record was whack to me. No, I, that, I didn't like that I appreciate like the one. message behind it, but I just thought as a record, I thought it was whack. <laughs> I just realized. I'll tell you off air. It's fun. Um, no, nothing. Oh, shit. There's a documentary. No, I I, be alive. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it for the most part and the concept because it's this whole like adam and god thing and the whole thing with the egg i mean um that everybody comes from like you know everybody shares a soul kind of thing it's just one person yeah like i like that part of it and then using that old story to kind of you know but yeah there were some tracks like the suicide one i mean it was a good thing and it's funny it's the only song here that has a star next to it on apple what i'm saying yo, and then the like a motherfucker down everybody's throat the the his it I'm really black. Did. Then that that was when Joe was like, "I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm white." Like, okay, we got it. Like, but yeah, it's like that was when Joe first started attacking. He and was that like, song I'm was like, it. that's like, all right, we're we're gonna have this song at all the fucking uh, award shows. 
It's gonna I just be a didn't big understand production. why he had to prove himself so much. That that was the only thing. I think that's why I stopped listening because I like Logic as an artist, but it's like it got old real fast. Like, why do you have? To, why do you feel the need to constantly prove yourself? I. It's a, lot of, it's a big issue that a lot of artists yeah. go through. Because I myself am Spanish, which, like, you know, that's everything into one person. And I I don't, I'm not that Spanish, though. Yeah, same here. I'm not, like, a we stereotypical, and I don't try to prove myself when I'm right. around Spanish people. Like, me around Dominicans, Domin- don't even get me fucking started. Yeah, I'm the most American out of my Colombian friends. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, oh, no, I'm not Dominican enough for you. Like, I'm to them, not, I'm just the yeah. body. I'm like, not Colombian okay. enough. Then to other people, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I've yeah. been living through that my whole life. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. It's like, I get it, but why do you have to prove it so much? Like, a, It might be chill. just an insecurity. Or maybe his be. label said, like, hey, you should push this or... You no, know. I think it's an insecurity, but it's just like, how does nobody say anything about it? And you, it's it been people ain't saying it because they must, his fans must not care, and he's got a big enough support system that he could just say whatever and they'll fucking buy it. Yeah, so fucking. But regardless, I mean, no ID did his fucking thing on no pressure. Uh, yeah, at least production was solid. I think that's what sold me on it. Honestly, was the production. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll give you that. We but can wrap up. That was oh, my no, take th- on that. That was it, right? No, that was my take on that. That's, I just thought that that album sounded a lot like Good Kid, Mad City. The album itself? The now album I gotta itself. Hear back his, remind, again. Yeah, you could hear it because it came out after Good Kid, Mad City, and I feel like his he was chasing that sound. Mm. A lot of the songs in there sound like... There's a song in there that definitely sounds like Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. I think I know which one you're talking about because I probably had the same thought because yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, this kind of sounds like Kendrick. Yeah. It really does. It's like the vibe he took with it. It was like the song format was kind of the same. The beat was similar. Yeah. But to me, people will ride a wave. Yeah. That's how uh, there's there's so many vibe people. Because one hit it off, which I don't yeah. remember who. And everybody And at the it. time, I was like, oh, this is like a white Kendrick. That's how I saw it. Because I, I didn't even know he was biracial. Until I listened to more of the album, I was like, oh, he's half black. All right. That's cool. And then you heard it like That's in cool. every other But he wasn't like, but he wasn't out here saying nigga. The whole time he wasn't talking about doing gang bangings, but yeah. he was from a Maryland area where the crime was happening around him. Mm-hmm. His mom was a druggie or whatever, and he was disrespected as a child. Blah blah blah. Mickey is my shit though. I so love yeah, that, but I'm got, also a cigarette yeah, smoker. So he's got songs on there. <sighs> so that's why it was such a fucking great album. So yeah, but that was it. That was my thing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good though. Um, yeah, I'll fuck it. And with the shits. So you can find us at the Lyrical Fix Pod on IG. Make sure to check us out on. Anchor, Audio Mac, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure to catch the full episodes, the If You Don't Know segments, and the clips on YouTube as well. Make sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe. Uh, give us the five-star ratings. Yep, Keep yep. us hot out on these podcast streets. You already know what it is. We'll be back next week with more coverage of the Rick Ross and 2 Chains versus battle that went down as we were recording shit this. looked whack. But I'm sure there will be some memes. Apparently, Ross brought out Chipotle, there were strippers dancing with face with mask face on. with corona masks on. I don't know if I want to watch it. We saw a little bit of it during pre pre-produ- well our our half ass pre production. I think these dudes were trying too hard to be cool. It was just too much. It just I looked like it didn't I didn't like it. That definitely not gonna be one of the higher rated. No, versus. they what had like under two hundred K. At one right? point we saw it had under two hundred K. Yeah. Which is like if you gonna if you're going by numbers Fab and Jada were close to 500k. Snoop and DMX no, definitely had 590. It's been average has been five six hundred. I think maybe it was the day. Maybe it was the day. 
No. The fact that it was the on other Thursday. One, what was, it was like a Monday, I think, no? Mondays do Monday and Wednesdays do better. Yeah. Trust me, <coughs> I think because the they day, switched up their day. I when don't it's know. the day after the weekend. Um, but I looked back since late July, they had it uh, publicized that it was going to be on Thursday. So we just didn't pay attention to the date. All right. <laughs> it's, been, it's been that. I was and like, we talked shit. about it next week. I mean, last week. That's we funny. Like, nah, they moved it because I mean, storm. when they announced it, I looked at it. I'm like, Meh, I'm not really that excited. And I love to uh, not. I don't love two chains, but because I like we two chains. It was disrespectful. I like Rick Ross. It's just I didn't see how they matched up, and that was about it. You had a great guy who hit the billboards against a great feature artist. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that yeah. was about it. Um, but that's it. I mean, you got any other thoughts? I'm, I did the closing book. Um, no, 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 no. I'm good. All right, so as always, people, you know what it is. It's the Lyrical Fix Pod. It's your host, Kid Pro. And Shade. Reminding you to uh, stay safe out here in these streets. Wash your, uh, wash your hands, wash your face, wash your ass, wear a mask, and be nice to each other and care for each other and all that good stuff. Her, her, peace. Peace. peace.